0: Written in stars, spoke through the winds of oar, sealed by fate and marked with blood, doused at
1: I'm talking about all the way to the top yeah, I'm justifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the Queen rise to the top for oh yeah. I've been to the Super Bowl! I've been to the World Series!
0: I've even been to the Rolling Stones! But there is one event that surpasses
1: them all! To have the handle to go the hole! Check this out! <laughs>
2: Ever. it's so much more black
3: <laughs> limit break radio.com and here we go Welcome to Limit Break Radio, uh, the very first public live broadcast of Limit Break Radio. I, of course, am one of your hosts, Aniro. Joining me today, we have a plethora of guests, including from at Food Alpha, Fusion X. Uh, we've also got from Voices of Vana Deal, Meru. Juxtaposition joins us as well today. Uh, we've also got ring Three. And uh, an old friend to the show, OMG, WTF, BBQ kitten, also known as Fubar, Vorsheva, and Theodis—a large group today as we are having a roundtable discussion about the chains of promafia changes that are going to be coming in the June update. Now, before we get to the program here, there's something I want to mention. I know that some of you are probably noticing a lack of. Familiar voices like Kahlo or Vicky or Gamer or Sale. So I think now is probably uh, an appropriate time to announce some of the programming changes that are going to take effect here on Limit Break Radio. Uh, For a long time now, for a couple of years, we've been doing this uh, Limit Break Radio network and it's been really successful. And I want to thank everyone that has contributed to the network over time. Uh, But, uh, you know, with uh, with some of the staff changes that are going on, we thought that it would be appropriate that we bring some of these people on as regular hosts to Limit Break Radio. Uh, So we are going to be inviting now our network hosts to be official hosts for Limit Break Radio. And so uh, we Zerumero, we want to welcome you to the regular Uh, cast list and uh, we hope to be hearing more from you Zeru, how you doing today I'm doing phenomenal how you guys been not bad so uh you know it's gonna be me and Zeru today you know Vicky uh would have liked to be here but uh, I hear that she is on a trip to Cedar Point so I think Cedar Point versus LBR I would probably go with Cedar Point as well um so uh so Zeru, uh you're you're gonna be my right hand man for today. Uh and I
4: am here too, don't worry.
3: That, <laughs> that's right, yes, Juxta is here, but Juxta's joining us uh for the discussion today. Uh you as know As a host.
4: As, as oh, excuse me, as a host? Where did you get a the work host, so therefore I get to be on the show. When as the a host?
3: hell was the last time you produced an episode of Simply Juxta? Um, it's been at it least over a year
4: y- yesterday I th- <laughs> yesterday? Yes. Really?
3: no, I don't think so. I haven't seen a simply juxta go up in uh in quite a long time. I think that I think that the statute of limitations may have run out on your on your uh your uh your network host status there juxta
4: well, it's okay because I'm a host so it's it's fine now I don't need to be <laughs> network host because I'm not host
3: now. you are not a host. I have, that's, I, no, no. That this is this is not something that's up for discussion. No, it, look, Juxta, you've been an intern for a long time, and I, I, I you know, I, I appreciate your it perspective. host. I, I appreciate your perspective on the subject today, but I, I,
4: I, uh, uh, a host, a regular host. Do you? Do you okay, think- I accept. Thank you for your <laughs> offer. I humbly take this thing to be within (laughs) my rounds and limits, and I thank everyone who brought me here, so... No, no, no,
3: f*** that, I'm I'm officially, I am officially canning Simply Juxta, it's gone, done, it's no longer a network show.
4: Okay, I'm a host now, so it doesn't matter.
3: (laughs) I think he's missing the point a little bit. I think so, well... Fine, See, all right, fine, fine, thing. fine, fine, Juxta, fine. Fine, you can, you can be a host.
5: See? I told you I'm a host. You can drop the F-bomb, but I can't say <laughs> <laughs> Both, just, just, just for information, both will get bleeped. <laughs> oh, okay. That's...
3: Uh, juxta, do you have water handy? Oh,
4: I know handy, where this yes. is going.
3: Take a drink of water for me.
4: Right now? Yeah, right now.
3: Now you're like me. Congratulations. <laughs> to, to the to the 20 or so people that got that joke, you're welcome. And that was a great finale. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, all right. So, yeah. All right. Fine. Juxta, you get to be host. Congrats. It's been a long time coming, I guess.
4: I know, because I am of... I came this far on my own with no help.
3: <laughs> with no help. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure Kahlo would love to hear that. I, I'm, it, wherever Kahlo is, I'm pretty sure he felt a disturbance in the LBR force just now.
4: No, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay, because I, I understand that I helped Kahlo a lot through the year. So you're welcome, Kahlo.
6: <laughs> what did you do again? I helped him. With what?
4: Help.
3: He helped him with help. <laughs> he helped really? him with help. All right. Fair enough. Well, <laughs> Juxta, welcome to the cast. Uh, uh, <laughs> great. How are we going to get rid of you now? Damn.
6: You'll never get rid of me. <laughs> well, I know a guy that knows a guy, you know. <laughs> and that's always- I know
4: guys, too. That's High the- five for guys.
6: <laughs> that, can, that can
3: be our fail-safe. Another lost reference. Sorry, can't help it. Uh jeez. All right. Well, uh, you know, for as much as I'd love to, to spend time catching up with uh, with everyone here, uh, Ring and and Fubar, you guys have have been on the show before. Of course, you know Fusion, you're here.
7: Yay. <laughs> sounds so but, excited i
3: know but but we we should uh 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 meet our uh two new guests to uh to limit break radio vorjeva uh uh, uh welcome to the show why don't you tell us a little bit more uh about yourself
2: i'm uh from the Cerberus server i'm part of the he group there kind of a shady group if you've met them i don't know we are and, we are uh, a shady group really you know uh <laughs> Lately, I've been leveling the dirt, Got it up to about sixty-two. Got the full AF set this weekend. Nice. So, looking forward to rocking that all the way up, up I guess to eighty now. Congrats! That's awesome.
3: Cool. Good stuff. And uh, and and Vorgeva, I'm sure that you know now firsthand how off-color my jokes can be, Because I've said some real, real off-color
2: stuff in that in that link shell. Welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> We're still waiting for you to make a funny joke. You've been here how
3: long, now? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, them's fighting words. Uh, also, Theodos, uh, uh, welcome to the program. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself?
8: All right. Well, uh, I'm um, from the uh, Phoenix server. I belong to the RTV2 link shell, uh, pretty much just social and uh, just, you know, do link shell parties every once in a while. I am a puppet master, so I will warn you, if things start to break, it's probably my fault. <sighs>
3: Is is the stream still up? Please someone tell me. scapegoat. <laughs> I mean, there we go. There you go. Yeah.
6: Yeah. What do you have against Pops, guys? Come on. Hey, at least
5: you're still better than a Blue Mage.
6: Oh. <laughs> oh, <boy>. burn.
3: <laughs> so so what has has, Pop, has has Blue Mage officially replaced Pop at the at the bottom
8: of the ladder here? That would be for, news to me.
5: For for me it is. I have this utter hatred of Blue Mage and you know, it's pr- probably not rational. I'm okay with that, but you know, Blue Mage is just the most mediocre job in existence.
3: <laughs> Fair wow. enough. Fair enough. And, uh, and uh, we'll, we'll make sure, uh, Ring, when we have the Blue Mage uh, follow-up episode after the, the level cap, we'll have you on
5: to talk about Blue Mage. If uh, Sure, sure. If I'll like. tell you about how, how <laughs> it's not useless, it's just not as useful as anything else in the game. <laughs>
3: <laughs> exactly.
5: <laughs> uh, hey, at least Pup can solo.
3: Uh, if, mm. if you'd like to send mm. hate mail, uh, please address it to <laughs> Ring3, but you can send it to hosts at LimitBreakRadio.com.
5: <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm, at this point, I accept that I'm wrong on this, but I still can't accept it. Still can't stand by Blue Mage being worth anything.
3: Fair enough. All right. Well, uh, today we're going to be talking about the uh, the proposed changes to the Chains of Promathia areas. Uh, now, we knew that this was coming down the pipelines. Uh, way back uh, during VanaFest, uh, when they first announced that they would be changing the areas to, uh, uh, to uh, be able to uh, satiate the need for uh, new XP areas. Um, and, of course, these zones that we're going to be talking about are Soja, uh, Pramivian, Holodem, Mia and Vazel, uh, the Phamonia uh, Aqueducts, uh, Sacrarium, uh, Riverine Site A O One and B O One. So those are those are all of the areas uh, that are going to be affected by this change. But the big announcement that I think really kind of surprised people was that they were going to be removing the level cap from the fights themselves. Now. Uh, I, I do eventually want to, um, you know, talk about the uh, uh, the uh, proposed uh, changes to to the areas, but I want to start with the announcement where they said that they're changing the fights, that they're removing the level cap from the fights. This was a fairly surprising announcement; uh, caught a lot of people by surprise. Um, so I, I want to just go around the room and, uh, you know, just. Uh, for the purposes of the show uh, since this is the first time we are officially going around the room just please identify yourself as your uh, you know as you're gonna uh, give your opinions but I want to know uh, where each of you uh, uh, fall on the, uh, the 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 removal of the level cap for the battles in chains of Promathia. I'll start with myself and if I need to say my name then I think you're dead from the <laughs> neck up you're you're juxta right <laughs>
5: This could be their first so. show. Sounds like encouraging you people to listen.
3: Uh, <laughs> the way the way I see it, um, because mm-hmm. I I completed uh, Chains of Promathia um, a couple m- maybe a year ago uh, with uh, the the uh, extreme help of uh, both Max V and Tiger Fury, and Hishio uh, was there to help help along the way too. So uh, big shout outs to the three of them. Um, but the way I that a <clears throat> I think it was a year ago. It had to have at least been a year ago. 2009. I I think, I think it was the process
1: of over, over the course of two years.:
3: Well, yes, it was it was a very long process. I don't recall when I actually finished it.
5: When, when did you start playing
1: this game?:
3: Oh, good God. Uh, an a release. Wow, yeah, I know.
1: I, was, I, was, I, I know I did Saquarium with you over on Titan.
5: Yeah, that that's right. Wow, that's on right. Yeah, Titan before you came to Odin, that's right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah it it wow. took it
3: took me a long time, and it was it was something that I I struggled with, and something that was uh, enormously frustrating uh, for me for a long time, and you know the thing about it is, uh, um, when the first time that they they made adjustments and they made adjustments to the the Snow fight and um, I want to say to the either the airship battle or the Tenzin fight, I can't remember, but they they changed it. It was Tenzin. Tenzin. It was Tenzin. They changed a, a few small things, wow. and that was um, kind of the impetus for me to kind of get back into it and, and make another uh, real go of it. And the problem that I had for a long time was that I was trying to do it with pickup parties and through shouts, and um, uh, every time that I would try a fight, it would be miserably unsuccessful, or it would take eight hours. Um, so... You know, in 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 2010. I mean, yeah, it took it took me a long, long time to finally complete Chains of Promathia. But the way that I feel about it is that that was, I mean, that was like one of the most challenging, but yet one of the most rewarding pieces of final fantasy 11 for me um you know I, I i think that it it really tests the players especially with those capped battles and even before level sync you know it, it that that was an even harder time because you actually had to have the gear and you had to, had to have the money to buy the gear and sometimes it got expensive um and i i mean i i you know i just i i i gotta say that um I really felt a sense of accomplishment when I finished COP, uh, unlike any other expansion by far, and I, I that was something that I, I still think that that you know I'm I'm really proud of that I you know that I was able to to do it when I did it, and uh, my personal opinion is that the removal of these level caps, there's going to be a massive influx of people now in C. And uh, you know, if you're still one of those people that's that's struggling with COPS, I'm sure that this is a this is a great move uh, in in your mind. But at least for me, um, I think that it kind of undercuts the 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 skill that's needed uh, when doing these missions. And you know, with with something like level sync already in place, I think that that's enough. <laughs> To, to justify not raising the caps uh, uh, of these battles. Um, so that's, I mean, that's just my personal opinion. And of course, the reason that we're having the show is to uh, have a range of, of different opinions. Um, so con- to continue around the room, Zeru, uh, uh, what are your opinions uh, uh, about the uh, proposed uh, uh, removal of the level caps
6: for the fights? I feel the same way to an extent, but then the other side of the coin is this content has been out for about how long now? Three or four years? And right. five years? Right. If people don't have the drive to do COPs at this point if they haven't started them, they're not going to do them. I don't think. So the decision to move the level cap, I think, is a good idea by Square Enix. There's a lot of people that are going to feel cheated, quote-unquote, due to the um, how much effort they put in. But in the end of the day, we're also going to. The, the bigger problem, I think, is once those low caps get removed, there's going to be a lot more people um, getting COPs done. And once they got them done, um, Limbus and C are just going to going to be a. Uh, not fun. <laughs> I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. yeah Limbus works a lot like um, Dynamis in the sense you have to claim the zone. Mm hmm. Mind you, most limbuses don't last any longer than five minutes to an hour, but when we have multiple link shells in there and we need this certain chip to get up to the boss and that one's full, um, it's either wait an hour or do something else. And with more people getting in the sea, that's going to start posing a huge problem. Same thing with uh, Lemoria farming. Fighting jailers is just not going to be easy anymore because everybody's looking for the same thing.
7: Well, and I would also say um, for that, and I've made the same point um, about Dynamis, if the level cap is going up too, uh, more people are going to be wanting to try things that they maybe haven't done before. So on top of more people getting C access, you're going to have more people that, you know, they have a smaller group of people, you know, four people that are like, hey, let's go try Olympus. We haven't done that before. And you'll be getting a bunch of new people that haven't done these events before. We'll, that'll just make it even more crowded.
3: That's a good point. So, uh, so Fusion, uh, while well, you know, while uh, while you're sharing your opinion, uh, why don't you tell us uh, w- what you think of uh, of the proposed changes?
7: You know, when, when we first heard that they were thinking about doing the the COP level cap removal, we're like, oh, like okay, that could be kind of interesting. And then they said, oh, we're doing the battles. I'm like, well, wait a minute. That you know, it's it seems kind of weird that they would do that. I mean, part of the I guess, difficulty of COP wasn't just necessarily getting to, uh, you know, wherever the fight was. Uh, It was the battle and, you know, knowing the strategies for that, uh, you know, having the right meds or whatever you need. But, you know, even now you look at even with the cap removal, they're upping the level of the monsters in these areas and stuff. So it's still going to be a pain in the butt to get to the BC stuff is still going to aggro you. Yeah. Level um, 99 Hippogriffs. Yeah, exactly. Like you're not going to be able just to coast into the BC. Um and depending on what they do with these B- BC and M's for the missions, are they just going to remove the cap and so you can go in as like a level 80 guy and it's like a level 30 mob?
3: Right, yeah, and I think that that's... you could solo it. Right, that's um, that's a completely you're... different conversation altogether. Yeah, whether whether the, the level cap removal also indicates that they're going to be adjusting uh, the difficulty of the fights or raising the level of the mods within the fights. Um, and I believe that the statement, uh, along with uh, okay. the, the statement that they would be removing the level caps, is that there is no proposed changes to the fights themselves. Mm-hmm. So, uh, ostensibly, yes, you would be going in... As as a level you know 75 or 80 at this point uh uh
7: character and you would be facing up against a level 30 and mob. I, I think that's the way they need to do it do it too because if if people are trying to shout for groups for cop now and they're not getting anybody you know you're gonna have to go in and solo it because no one, even after the the changes no one's gonna want to help you even oh it's easier but yeah i still got to go out there and blah 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 just go solo it you know if it's still, if it's a scaled fight and it's still kind of like challenging, people still won't want to help with it. That's a good point. Uh, I, I'd like to,
3: uh, to, to kick it now, juxtaposition. What's, uh, what's your opinion on the, uh, COP changes?
4: Well, I guess I would have to say that my opinion is pretty much the, stark opposition of everyone else that has spoken here already. Um, pretty much I say at this point in the game, if like zero said, um, If you were going to be doing COPs, you would have had the drive and you would have got them done by now. And like myself, I haven't gotten them done because it just wasn't that big of a priority for me, personally. So, if they they are going to remove the caps and the fights and make them pretty much super easy mode and basically solo it, I'm going to have to say I'd be pretty okay with that, to be honest, because... The way I see it is you're getting, letting more people see all the storyline and the fight. Or not really the fights, but you'll, more people will see the storyline and the plot line, and more people will be able to see the zones they've never been able to see before. And to be honest, I'd say that's pretty much a good thing at this point in the game because COPs have been out for years at this point. Fair enough. Uh,
3: Ring three. uh, uh, What are what are your opinion? Uh, uh, What's your opinion on the uh, the COP adjustments?
5: Well, I think that a lot of the complaining about the situation is essentially nostalgia. Uh, We I mean, when I did it a long time ago, they were they. Well, first of all, there's a problem with people's perception of them. They were not that difficult if you know what to do. But the people that did them very early on and the people that are most likely to complain that they're nerfing it and letting everybody else have access to things that they should have is that if you looked at how the fights were done, the you could do them easily. But if you didn't, you you, you could muscle your way through them and people leveled rangers so they could do the the promivians and then they did the three ninjas and three white mages on the, the um, mammoth fight and things like that. But if you just, you know, took a normal party and you learned how to do the fights, you could do them that way. So I think a lot of it is just leftover nostalgia. People saying, oh, I I worked so hard to do this. You know, Everybody else should work so hard to do this. And then there's the people that, that don't care. Like, uh, the, at this point, it is very difficult to get together a COP party and everybody is right about that. And there's no reason why you should have to it, it, have a level, do these incredibly hard I mean, let me let me rephrase that. Not incredibly hard, but hard to put together the people for it, that, because nobody wants to go and do a COP mission. Right, if yeah. You raise the level, if you raise the level cap, then somebody can go and solo or, you know, duo it for somebody who's new so they can get to content in the game. I, I think that originally when the game was created – Square Enix wanted this game to be incredibly challenging and incredibly tough, just like the rest of their games. They're making it for a Japanese audience that likes that kind of thing. They're getting to the point where they're realizing that casuals don't like that kind of thing, and you can't have a game that just caters to hardcores, even if they... they, There's a difference between a hardcore and a person that plays a lot. All of us probably play a lot, but not all of us are the same level of of intensity for for when we play. Sure. The best way to do that is to give, give them access to things, especially things that are five years old. There's no reason why somebody should not know the storyline behind Chains and Primathia at this point. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, I definitely agree with that.
7: Well, and, and another point to add, too I mean, you know, now that, you know, Abyssia is coming out, the level cap is going up, um, you know, stuff like Sky and Sea, they're not going to necessarily be endgame anymore. You know, it's kind of right, like yeah. almost like a mid game, kind of not necessarily right there in the middle, but it's, you know, it's kind of taken a step down a little bit. It's so they like, want to make sure that people get access to this new stuff because it may not necessarily, you know, have the best gear or whatever anymore.
5: It, the Final Fantasy has never been a game like Wow, where you have to run one thing to run the next thing to run the next thing, and that's they're even getting rid of that. But the the it could become the case where you say, okay, well, I need to get my Sky sea gear or whatever. Sea gear is ridiculous. No, nothing ever drops there. But you, you say, <laughs> I need to get my Sky gear or I need to get my ZNM gear or whatever so that I can do the next tier of content. Uh, and people will accept that. Now, the problem is that it's too easy in, in, in Final Fantasy to just help somebody along to say, we're going to just skip all that and just do what you need to do. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think having to run older content because, you know, obviously people not <clears throat> help. The other thing I wanted to mention is that it's it, – as much as people – as much as I give off the persona of being a little bit older than some people, the 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 people that complain about this and the people that are overly nostalgic about it are definitely the old man telling their grandchildren about how <laughs> they walked up hill both ways to school in the snow with no shoes.
7: Back in the day, I was 0 for 20 on airship. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Uh,
3: And, well, and, and uh, I mean, to to that, uh, I mean, you know, if I was, uh, you know, in the position that I I, I was back in early 2009, where I was, you know, stuck halfway through this thing, I think I would really have mixed feelings as to whether or not I, I would have preferred to complete Chains of Promathia uh, you know before they uh, uh got rid of the the level cap as opposed to after um uh, you know but being that I'm not in that position I can't I can't fully say that with uh, complete certainty so um, you know it, that's just that's kind of how I would have felt about it because I, I remember at the time that they did the first cop adjustment that I, I kind of felt at that time like man I could have I kind of wanted to, to do this before they made those changes um, so you know that's that's kind of I don't know that's that's kind of the other side of of, of that to, to my opinion
5: as someone that did it uh, back then the snowball fight was uh, it that I mean, that fight was a joke. It was either you did Berserk and you won or he did, you know, some other nuke or something like that and you barely won or you lost and you had to do it again in two hours later because everybody used a two-hour. So it's not like – I I never thought that that fight, that fight itself was that challenging. It was more luck-based and I don't like luck-based fights. I mean, it mm-hmm. kind of beats the porpoise. Um, a lot of tens Tenzin and in the are were that way. Oh, and it, that it was totally. mostly. A total, total crapshoot. I don't think Tenzin was that much of a crapshoot. I mean, T- Tenzin was kind of like, okay, sweet, we beat the airship. Let's go beat the crap out of Tenzin. Most people who could beat the airship could just destroy Tenzin. It really wasn't that hard. Yeah. Fight. Uh, yeah. uh,
3: F- yep. Fubar, uh, uh, with you, uh, with you speaking up, I'd like to get uh, your opinion about the uh, the COP changes as well.
1: One of the trends I don't like in RPGs these days is that you can just blow through things. You can beat everything by just merely leveling up. And that's always been a problem for a lot of the missions in Final Fantasy XI. You just simply level up and get get the mission done. And when COP came along, Square Enix had, I think they had two motives. They didn't want you blowing through the missions like people inevitably did when the cap was raised to 75 for Rise of the Zillard mm-hmm. and the make uh, missions and then there were well at the time not everyone was high level yet you had people just starting out on playstation 2 and uh and that that went on for years there were people new regions and everything right that final fantasy expanded into so you had this content that people who were level 30 could do with people who were level 75 and what's going to happen when you raise the cap completely no one's going to help you at all when you can solo it that's or when, true. Or, or, the, or there's the other thing. You know how people say when you need to be such and such a level to do rank mission 10 for Windhurst or like you need to be 75? And I've I've pretty much debunked that with uh, some of the missions I've done. I, I completed Windhurst the second time as a 61 ranger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was out damaging the dragoon. I'm not trying to say I'm bragging. The dragoon was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as I... She was she was in full AF and everything. I was just like, oh come on. <laughs> I sidewinder. You pentathrust and I win. Um, <laughs> but there's some myths about the, the level required that you need to mm. do these missions. And I think there's going to be more hocus pocus, more superstition. No matter how much we have put into the wikis and uh, forums or what have you about COPS, people still believe all these myths that people tell you is, oh, you have to be this job. You can't go as puppet master. Oh, you can't go as dancer. You can't go as X, Y, or Z. Mm-hmm. And you definitely can go as blue mage. They just totally destroy COBs. <laughs> um, totally agree. Uh, I have a friend, Ice, uh, Iceblaze K, who I
5: th- I think it was Iceblaze K, who c- to this day swears that you cannot beat Oryu without black mages. I could be wrong in that, I think it could be somebody else, but I thought it, he was the one that says he said, there's no way to beat it without six black mages, and I was like, we beat it all the time, with a civil party.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: On, on the, I mean, COPs do require a lot of organization, and I don't think, I think a lot of people got stuck where I Nero got stuck, and that's where I got stuck at first, too, or I just stand around shouting for help. Yeah in White Gate and hoping it's going to happen, or Juno. I think I started shadow with Juno, actually, and hoping it's going to happen. <laughs> You're just going to get a bunch of random people who never come prepared. And so what I would do is I'd go out to the forums. like Even, even though I'm not a big fan of going to Killing Efferent or Alakazam, I was like, okay, I'm just going to put it out there and see who contacts me in-game. And that worked. I got people for the missions that way. And the other thing is about these missions, everyone says, well, no one wants to go back and help me. Me, 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 me. And what about going back and helping other people so they'll be with you on the next mission that you need? That's true, that's, that's true. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of that. I mean, how many times did I go to Sacrario and I didn't need it? Yeah. 10, 15 times, <laughs> I don't know. I know Anero was on, one of the serarium runs, at I, least, I at least,
3: yeah, at least one of them. But I know that, that I, I mean, Foobs, you powered uh, like half of our LS through COPS, yeah. and and I mean, you know, at one point, I mean, you really like made it your mission to like, all right, I'm going to get as many people through this as I possibly can. And I mean, I you know, unfortunately, I, I missed out on on so much of that. But it, you know, uh, it. it I, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm wondering, you know, why it was COPS that that you chose specifically to like kind of take on as as your task. Like, I'm going to get these folks through COPS.
1: Well, on on one level, I think it's that um, out of all the missions in the game, I felt like this particular set was really what Final Fantasy was about. Mm-hmm. You go to the Mithrin trackers fight, and what what is that? It's it's the Mages sisters, all over again, and I thought that was kind of cool. You had basically X, Y, and Z were Cindy, Sandy, and Mindy, except there wasn't a fat one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no fat Mithras in the game, but it, it was. Love to see that character. Model. And uh, the, you go to the Snolzar, and that's kind of like the mom bomb from Final Fantasy IV.
3: Hey, you know, I never, season. I actually never thought of it like that, but you kind of got,
1: kind of got a point there. So it's like you had some things that were really Final Fantasy. I mean, there's little elements of all this stuff throughout the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, sure. You eventually get the lamias, you get the flans, but COP had like pretty much what you'd expect from a, and you had all the globe trotting. I'm mm-hmm. okay. Some missions had the globe trotting, like uh, the rank missions. Yeah, I think Cops and rank missions are kind of kind of in the same realm. realm. Mm-hmm. But uh, you had all the traveling around the world, and people complained about that too. But it was really—it was a journey, and uh, I think that's really what RPGs are about: is the journey. It's not really so much the goal, to me personally. But I, that ring is you know sweet. I'm, the ring <laughs> is sweet. Uh, I got my Rajas. I got a I, I got a Thomas too. I got two characters to see all the way, and um, well, that's about all. All I can really say about that. Fair I enough. Do have to mention, back in the day, I did something similar. I
5: was so frustrated with the people with the people that said the only way to beat um, the Promivians was with Rangers, and there was, you know, there was the old, there was the only way to beat it. And so I would post on Alakazam and on on the Odin server forums and tell people that I would completely volunteer and I would mm-hmm. take anybody who wanted to go through. The all of them, and I would get them access to the face meadows. And I did that for about 20, 25 people or so wow. on my server. And some of those people still play today, and I still talk to them.
3: Wow. That's, that's really cool. Uh, Vorjeva, I'd, I'd like to get uh, your opinion about the, uh, the COP uh, uh, level cap.
2: I'm more on the justice side of things. thing. I do like what Fubar said. It is more of the journey. And for me, a big part of the journey is who you do the journey with. Mm-hmm. And I have a, a few a close friends, about two or three of them, that I really like to do a lot of the, the story type missions with. Sure. And and, and just and for, for the way with our times and the way that it's it's tough to get with our jobs that we have, it's tough to get a full party together. Like we've had offers from help with, from within on, but it's just timing issues, right? Because you know, say t- time Two can help, but one of our guys, Cake and Smoosher, he can't get on until a lot later at night. So then Tom the right. already offline. It's it's so like I'm only on the mammoth fight. So I, I come from a different perspective of it, where I can see this, Now I see this, they're removing these level caps, now me and my friends can go and we can explore all these areas, we can go do all these fights, view this story that I've wanted to see forever. Like I've even stayed off of YouTube, but I haven't even looked at any of the videos on it or know the story at all. And like now I'm looking at, oh I get a chance to do this now, I get to do this with my close friend.
0: Mm-hmm. and yeah. for
2: me that's something big and then on, on top of that like like you said earlier we get access to sea limbus but on top of that we get access to like the oru fight the bahamut fight the the Di- diabolos which is something that i definitely want to get because i've got somewhere at about 57 or so and it's that's something a good that point. i want to have to continue going yeah and when i see when this comes out a lot of people doing the sea the limbus and that kind of thing I think they're going to be going from that to doing other things because Square's uh-huh. adding all these other things. So then there's going to be the room there to move the stuff up or open up room in C and Limbus. And I don't think all the people that are going to go through this are going to be in C and Limbus as much as those that already have got the access. At least that's sort of the way I look at it. All right. Depends what they do
7: with upgrades, I think, on gear. If you can mm-hmm. upgrade stuff like Home Mom or whatever, people yeah. will probably move on. There's a majority of people have it, but. I mean, either way, it's still good gear, and people are probably still going to want
6: it, it, it They've got AV, extent. you know? I mean, Absolute <laughs> Virtue can probably oh, kill the party after the... Provided he doesn't change. If he change, we'll, yeah, I'm we'll assuming he's going to buff him. They're going to scale
7: Absolute Virtue. Everything else is getting like, uncapped, and you can kill it at 30, but Absolute Virtue is going to be... Yeah. honestly though honestly though if they did do that I think that that that
3: it would be you know just a, a pretty a pretty clear-cut statement on on Square Enix's part if they did you know uh, consistently adjust uh, absolute virtue to, to raise its uh, oh, there would be uh, respective be level. Viral. No, I just I think it would be a statement from Square Enix. Like, look, dude, this is not beatable. It's not supposed to be, and exactly I mean, okay. a lot of people, hey. have, a lot of people have said that for a long time uh, that it's not supposed to be beatable, and maybe maybe that is just their statement. So, and I don't, there are people
5: knows. that still believe that you can't beat a Ryu without six black mages. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's, here's here's my problem with that is that those people, it, 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 it's like having a puzzle. They, or like a very complicated puzzle and that puzzle has a key to it and you don't know what that key is like you don't know how to, to do the 16 sided Rubik's Cube right? but there is a way to fix to, to solve the Rubik's Cube right? it's just too complicated and it's too difficult and I mean people have gotten it down to the point where you know obviously using extra tools and things like that but and it may be that Square Enix has made it so that it's it, like that it's too hard for a human being to do it, but it's, it's, you can do it. I mean, the uh, Keiko has written up on his blog the exact, the, the way to do it. The problem is that you need so many jobs and so many different things and so much random luck to do it that it's just, it's just annoyingly difficult to do. But it is killable in the idea that if, if somebody just sat there and did it forever, they could do it. But it, it's just the, the risk versus reward does not pay off to do it.
7: Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Fair enough.
5: Uh, and, hold on. I'll, I'll make you a bet. Fusion. They will not scale. No. maybe they
7: I don't think they will either. I think they're at the point where they're like, you know, what, let's just
5: let's <laughs> let them have it. Okay. Okay. Cool. I, see, so it'll I just think just that, be a new ultimate boss. You, you, I agree with that. I think you yeah. have like the two. You have like two schools of thought, like just a, a, the same person, where you have the evil Square Enix. Right, where they just do stupid things and they piss you off, and they do it to everybody. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody has had that experience. With like, oh, thank you for the AV video, that was so helpful. Or, right. But then, but then they 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 step back and they say, you know what? I still love playing this game. This game has some of my greatest friends. It has some of the most compelling features in an MMO ever created, and I just I, I love that. And they they Square Enix made both of those situations. So. You know, you have the per- you have that in your mind. Like, Square Enix is going to so screw us and scale AV, and then you're like, but the same thing would be that they're they're just going <laughs> to give up on it and they're ready to expand new content and they're ready to move on. But you still have it in the back of your in the back <laughs> of your mind, going, "Oh man, they just want to fuck us." <laughs> yeah,
4: pretty much. Okay, I now I have a le- question though. Sure. Um, is there really a sixteen sided Rubik's cube? Because I just googled it and I didn't see anything. No. <laughs> this, I was saying, you know.
7: <laughs> that would have been great if you installed COP and it just has a Rubik's Cube on your screen. It's like, all right, <laughs> do this. That's, That's one mission. Now do it again. It just keeps shuffling it for each mission you have to do. All
3: right. Uh, Theodos, uh, uh, why don't you share uh, uh, where you're coming from
8: on the COP uh, uh, changes? Well, I'm kind of in the same boat as um, Juxta and uh, Vorsheva, where uh, I haven't completed COP yet. I'm actually um, at Sacrarium at the moment. And getting like i I agree even even with the people who don't necessarily share my viewpoint so far that's been broken up like I know they are making it you can look at it this way they're they're making the, the fights easier and and nerfing them in that sense, but I want to look at it using the uh the, the phrasing they used at uh Vanifest where they want to make the game possible to complete some of the content with less people, and I think that's that's more like it because uh I think vor vorsheva said that he liked going through the missions with a a group of close friends I don't have six to eighteen close friends who can all log on at the same time and get something done nor do all of my friends have the best gear or are the necessarily the best players So having this uh, level cap removal um, while it does remove that big legendary challenge that has been with it since it pretty much came out it's, it's, at the same time, yeah, it's, it's giving more people the chance to, to see more of the content that they otherwise probably wouldn't have been able to see I I do like challenging fights, but if if I have to shout for ages to get help, and even then, if no one answers me, or if you know we get people who you know are only like half paying attention, it's 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 horrible. I mean, that's pretty general for for the most game, but with COP, I mean, the way it was, it, it took a lot of focus, dedication, and I mean, I'm not saying people don't have it. It's just it's being able to do it with a with with your friends and and, and having that journey. I think. Well, while, while the the difficulty is nostalgic for some people, I think going on the journey will be something that I'd like to do with my friends. Say, so, yeah, we we got through it together. Fair enough. Um, and I think that that's the you know
3: I, I'm I'm really glad, uh, Thetis that you uh, you know that you brought that up because that's a really good springboard uh, into uh, into the, the the topic. And and I, I want to say you know to that I, I'd like to say this: N- more than half of COP. Is level cap stuff. The the fights are are level cap, and so if you remove the level cap and you can go destroy these level thirty, level forty, level fifty mobs at you know seventy five or now eighty, uh, and and ostensibly ninety nine in the future, then you know what challenge does that present at all? Up until maybe you get to maybe the airship battle or you know uh or or you know when you get into actual the, the you know when you get into the C portion of COPs and things become uncapped i mean that it uh, you know the way that i look at it it's kind of like okay well um uh, you know what they're going to do with cops is kind of like the theory that they put behind the the three add-on scenarios where like the first like quarter of it it's soloable and then you get to like one you know one fight you need like three people and then the next fight you need like you know a a party or you know whatever whatever the progression is but i mean it seems like if you just uh, completely get rid of the the caps and the COP fights that you've got, you've got so much content through COP. That's now soloable to the point where it kind of, I don't know, like I kind of like, I think it kind of like ruins some of the fun you're not even doing. You're not even doing it with, you know, two or three close friends anymore. You're just blowing through it by yourself. And I think that that kind of undercuts the fun part of COPs, which is, you know, or any expansion really, which is not, completion but but uh you know
5: uh, uh doing it with your friends so uh you know i'd Here's like to just that. okay the, the real problem with that is that it's not a question of do it with people that you really like and you bond with and you do it and you struggle through it and you get it done and it's like this great experience and you know just sliding through it and having somebody else do it for you it's the that's not currently the dichotomy that exists the dichotomy that exists currently is Get, that either you can have somebody else take you through it once the level cap is raised or you cannot do it because these people the problem is that people are having now is not that they can they can they're not trying hard enough to get it to get things together they just they, they, so many people don't have there are not enough people that don't have the content to put together a group without having somebody that's done it before, or, you know, that's willing to take the time out, and a lot of people just w- aren't willing to take the time out, especially with how many things they're able to do in the game now. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I can't even keep up with my link shell, with the amount of events that we have. Like, I, I have to take my own time. It used to be that when I was in, when we were in Versus, we just set times to do things, but when, when I'm a little bit bigger h H&M and ls the, um, the amount of things, the sheer amount, number of things that are going on, no one is expected in my LS to go to every event, because it would just drain you completely, and if, if I'm having that problem, I can't go back and help somebody else because I need, per- I need, my, I need my own personal in-game time and I need to do my LS events. And so it's, it's really hard for me to say uh, you know, they should go out and do it with their friends because they just don't have those people to do it with.
2: Well, uh, like I do have those people to do it with. And it's going to be nice I don't have to rely on people like yourself who, like you said, you're doing, you're, you're doing Sky, you're doing Sea, you're, you're busy with this kind of stuff. I don't have to go and wait for those kind of people now. I can just you know, go with the two or three people I have that all have jobs high enough, like for all three or four of us all have 75s, we can just go and do it. We don't, so, have, to, we don't have to go to the people that are doing all this other stuff and they're busy with their own thing. Like you, everyone wants to do their own thing when they're playing. So now we can just, we can just go and do it without bothering other people in a shell.
3: Sure, and I, think- and I and I think that that um, you know Final Fantasy XI overall, in, in general, has kind of uh, moved its its focus from you know uh, uh, from a from a group play standpoint to smaller group and 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 even you know flirting with solo play, which was something that in the very beginning of Final Fantasy XI was you know that was so hard to accomplish. Soloing you know required you to have uh, to to have a beast job leveled, and now you know there's much more of that that's the, that that um, is available and appropriate but I'm I, you know I think I think my point was just that so much of the expansion would then be soloable that uh, it, you know to to me that's what kind of uh, what kind of makes me feel like oh
2: well kind of kind of reckon it but that's again that's just me there's still there's still some challenge there if you look at the enm fights they're not removing the cap on those I believe they said so there, there's still the, the, the ability to go in, into those fights and, and sure. get your challenge there if you're looking for challenge. Like, I, a part of what I do is we go through, we have a group that does sort of EM runs on a regular basis. We try to get them off. Mm-hmm. And we, we usually just do the DEM one because it has like the summoning earring or something, or the enfeebling. It's just really expensive. Now, with, with the problem for us, is we, when we get there, we only need four of us. We need two summoners, someone to tank it, someone to heal, and we got it done. We need to bring the other two people with us just to get up the tower to kill the receptacles within a reasonable amount of time. So now with this as well, we'll be able to, you know, even with that, we'll be able to to go and do those kind of fights. Or That's a good point. fights like the Voyager Select and just, just all these different fights will be more doable. They'll be easier to get to, quicker to get to. People will want to actually do them more often. Fair enough. And the challenge will still be there, you know.
1: I don't know about that. That's, see, like I said before, I'm not really big into the end game stuff. I know I've, I'll go around saying that COPS are a good way to prepare for Endgame because you've got to organize and get your stuff together. But like going around doing ENMs, that's Endgame LS stuff to me. That's just another grind, and it's not really the missions themselves. So if you water down the missions, you've taken you well, you pretty much killed the journey for anyone in the future. Who would want to have experienced the challenge of that? And but, I and
3: and I think that 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 kind of brings uh, you know brings up an interesting point there too, in that uh, you know should it be optional that uh, that you know if somebody say wanted to do these battles capped should
1: that be? Well, no one's going to go with that.
2: Yeah. You can level sink your party if you wanted to. It really—it's really like you a know, no, Yeah, yeah you you can people can say that.
1: 50. People say that, but it never works that way. No one okay. says, "Hey, let's let's tank this fight with a warrior." Um, no one goes with that. They're gonna get a talent and into the tank.
8: Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, people now aren't going back to help people who uh, who need the fight. Who's gonna Who's gonna go back and say, "Oh yeah, well we've done the fight and we're all through it, but why don't we go do it, you know, the hard way and let's all you know, let's all cap copy-
2: you know, if you find that fun, that's the way you play the game. Maybe that's the way you like it. Like, we're all going to play the game differently. We all have different ways of doing things. But the majority I, I see people nothing wrong with see of
1: people are a matter of time investment, though, when everyone wants to use their time the most effective way they can. And if Square Enix adds an option where it's easier, people are going to take it. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to care about challenge. That's just the way it is. Yeah, you're
6: not going to find five or people that go, hey, guys, let's make this harder nobody's yeah. gonna agree with that i don't think
4: mm-hmm. well, i don't know people keep saying that they want like the fight or like everyone that's already done it keeps saying that they want the fights to be harder so maybe if you find five other people who think like that then you could do it that way but i mean the majority since you said it yourself the majority of the people want it to be to ha- have to go the easier way so that just kind of means Every, that most people
1: want to have an easier fight and just get through it Everyone wants the Calibri route, really. That's what they want.
2: But in the end, like even people like yourself, like sure you go back, but a lot of people, they either don't have the time or they're not willing to go back and help people. And it leaves those of us that have fallen behind in this kind of thing. A lot of times we're sitting there, we're, we're asking for help and, and, and no one wants to spend the time to go do that. Well, where does that and leave us if, if you want it to remain hard but you've already done it, so it really isn't affecting you anymore. It's only affecting those of us that haven't done it. That's very. Maybe good point. You haven't gone back
1: and helped other people yourself, though.
2: Oh, I, I have. I've helped people get a lot of people get through the, the the promies and stuff. But there's not a lot for me to go back and help on. I'm not far enough yet. You know what I mean?
3: On that, that there's, uh, you know, there's another uh, interesting idea, you Uh know, um, with the uh, with the addition of the add on scenarios, we saw that people who were repeating this challenge were eligible to receive additional rewards. And so I'm thinking, you know, maybe that, uh, you know. Adding additional incentives to doing this battle, maybe, uh, or or these battles uh, rather in the in the plural, um, that that may uh, be another route to go to encourage people uh, to continually uh, try to help people to get through COPs.
7: That's like the they of had added uh, something I think to the the later fights a while ago when they did the the original update for cop to make it easier i want to say that they added like xp rewards or yeah something yeah That's it good. was like
8: anywhere from 1k to maybe 2k near the end yeah. and people would probably you know yeah you can get some experience but it's 2k the time and effort required to get that 2k is mm-hmm. a lot more than you exactly. know I probably just go solo for an hour right yeah so that, that i know they, i like that they wanted to do that they tried to entice people to go back but i don't think that was quite either the right way or enough.
1: And with the first set of add-ons it was really just that they added a uh, a random randomly generated item from the treasure chest in the uh, was it Neptune's tower
3: yeah yeah Neptune's spire yeah. Um, well, and, and uh, you know, that that, that brings us uh, to, uh, to an additional point here. Um, something that we've criticized Blizzard for a lot in the past, uh, w- especially with the way that they manage World of Warcraft, is that the content that they release, the newer content, um, uh, with the gear that comes out of it, uh, it, it, it far surpasses... Uh, uh, older content, which is why very few people do, you know, original WoW content or Burning Crusade content, uh, in favor of newer content. And basically, uh, what that what that shows is that you know there's no incentive to do older content. Why bother? Um, and that's you know, and so, that's also something that we've praised Square Enix for on the show in the past. Is they've done a very good job at uh, you know dispersing very useful good. Gear through a, a variety of different events in the game, so that no, you know, uh, older content is not necessarily, uh, you know, uh, uh, outmoded by newer content. And I think that you can actually argue that in, in the case of some of the newer content, that the gear is actually worse. Uh, you know, some of the, uh, you know, some of the stuff that that drops out of uh, ZNMs is a, a perfect example. Ring like we were talking uh, on. Uh, uh, on the episode that uh, that you helped us guest host, that you know some of those ZNM rewards, some you know some of those stats are good, but they also come with a with a penalty. So, um, do you, what I think uh, what Square Enix is doing with chains of Promathia uh, has the same. It's not the same thing, but it, it has the same effect, where they're taking older zones, repurposing them for new reasons. And uh, it, you know, undercutting the challenge of, of uh, uh, previous expansions uh, in favor of getting people to new content faster. Um, as this, uh, but as this is uh, you know a criticism on our part, I'm just kind of curious what what you guys think. Uh, you know, is that appropriate to do in MMOs nowadays? And is the repurposing of these zones for um, uh for new uh you know new uh new purposes really um is is that an indication that uh, we may start seeing uh trends like this with other already existing
5: zones in the game i would have two comments on that the first is to continue the meta discussion about comparison between games wow has there's a difference between changing content and changing gear. And I really think that's important in that WoW destroys gear as they gear. level up. Yes. And, mm-hmm. But now, at the same
2: time, WoW actually gives you gear where Final Fantasy is a lot tougher to get I mean, those. Gear. I mean,
5: again, I, I would say that there that's a distinction made in, uh, the way, uh, Japanese developer creates a game, and a North American developer creates a game. But that's we can talk about that for hours. Uh, the 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 thing I wanted to to, to mention about that is that uh, the WoW kind of luck boxed their way into uh, uh, fixing a lot of the problem with destroying their old content. I mean, there literally there was no reason to go into any zones while you were leveling to eighty prior to the Random Dungeon Finder. And now that the Random Dungeon Finder was created, and I don't even think it was created necessarily for the 1 to 79 leveling experience, but they applied it to that. And now you can actually do all of that old content that was utterly worthless before. And I think that's kind of what Square Enix is doing here. They're going in and they're saying, okay, what zones are people not using? And they're not using, Reverne A01, uh, A01, B01. That's they're true. not using sacrarium They're not using these zones because they're level capped. If we remove the level cap and add mo- reasons for them to be there, will they go? And I think the answer is obviously yes. Absolutely. I'd, I'd
7: like to, I'm not XPing on hippogriffs. I'm telling you that right the now. Mobs,
5: <laughs> the, the mobs in there make me want to cry. I, I actually I did a post yeah. on that last week about how Removing the level cap is going to be like we're going to go there and be like this is so awesome, and then we're going to lose our food, and we're going to get doomed, and we're going to get <laughs> no, <laughs> like bad breath, and we're just going to be like you know there'll be bombs and reverns, and we're going to get fang rushed, and it's going to suck. Let's
7: go find a level <laughs> yeah, seventy five th- to to and kill Colibri. This is yeah. not <laughs> worth that. You,
5: you can't do that. Well, you would have to find a level seventy five. I found out that this week that you can't you can't put yourself on merits, and then level sync yourself if you are put on merits you can't be level synced too. really that's
8: mm. news to me because i want to do that because <laughs> I, I don't i want to catch up on my merits first uh see yeah. i wouldn't be surprised if they put,
2: put more killer monsters us. into those zones
8: are yeah you- they're gonna re- redistribute they said and uh different monsters i'm wondering if maybe you know they're probably going to move around some and maybe adjust levels but are they going to introduce uh different mob types like things that might actually be well not a pain in the butt to... to yeah, a know. little
3: bit more friendly to, to, to XP on.
5: Yeah, it could be. Just put yeah, all Colibri it, in return. We're going to find dark Colibri in this aquarium. <laughs> There's one other thing that I wanted to mention that I, I think that a, a lot of people are making a lot of assumptions about this coming update that haven't been confirmed yet. Now, I think they're all strong assumptions. Like, the level cap will be moving to 80, and then 90, and then 99 we don't necessarily know that's true. It just seems logical. No, now, I think that
3: I think that they, they, actually, they actually, yeah, at okay. Vanifest. at okay. Vanifest when they
7: released the uh, the
3: um,
5: Vanafest, they didn't. I think uh, there there might have been I. Vaguely exactly remember something later on that the next update maybe in- it was it
7: was either like the, the translated
6: videos or an interview like right after okay, it was I, no I, I it was, was it was key that came out and said that I think Elmer yeah. translated it that it came up the next updates definitely gonna be 75 to 80 but they don't know how they're gonna purpose it after that
3: no I right. thought that there was like a timeline graphic that they showed initially in Japanese at uh, the time of manifest but then they later translated to English and put on the website that stated that uh you know the 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 first abyss yeah, they they basically uh, showed the uh, the progression of the updates, including uh, uh you know including the actual the, levels,
8: the yeah they including the the uh, level cap adjustments. Now level they, caps aren't they um, showed uh, they showed uh, level uh, cap increase one two and three, but they oh, didn't okay. say you know yeah. what numbers yeah. exactly. Fair enough. But my
5: my point is just that that I think people are making strong assumptions, but I think I, there were several times where I have gone this is the way it's gonna be there's there's no other logical way to do that and square enix just blows me out of the water so like the fact that that how are they going to repurpose these zones are they really gonna are they gonna make them level 40 to 60 levels i mean you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. are they gonna become intermediate leveling areas are they gonna leave a path that people would take to go to the BCMs so that it's not so hard is everything gonna be level you know 83 85 we we or you know i guess it'd be you know Eighty-seven,
7: ninety now. And the point. other thing, too, to consider, I mean, just because Square Enix has one thing in mind when they <clears> repurpose these zones doesn't mean that the players are going to see it that way. You know, the the guys over Square may be like, okay, we'll put some Hippogriffs over here. That'll be great for a camp. No player's going to touch that, you know, and then they'll be like, <laughs> oh, hmm.
5: Well, take away think- N- nility song and I'll, I'll XP on those things go. all day. I just I you know. can't. Well, I mean, we get, we do Calibri without food. yeah. But you don't do it without Bard Song, so...
7: All right? yeah, it'll just be curious to see what Square Enix has planned versus, you know, what the, the players actually interpret the stuff as, so... I'm hoping there's more I mage camps. I always kind of tell
1: people that, uh, I always tell people that uh, the COP zones are, have a phase that only a Beastmaster or Blue Mage can love. <laughs> because, um... Well, I've been out there as a Beastmaster, and as a Beastmaster, it is... Well, it's solo heaven. You've got every ugly monster you could possibly want to charm to destroy things. Mm-hmm. Well, except in River need B, uh, in that's just anti-Beastmaster Zone completely. <laughs> um, but you got uh, Ottawa Chasm, River Knee, the first River is pretty great. I soloed there to 40 on Hippogriffs at that. Uh-huh. And that was fun. You got, you got to learn how to uh, protect your shadows really good there as a ninja, with a ninja sub. Um, Aside from that, who's going to want to go there? Beastmaster, Blue Mage, maybe dancers, people with dancer subs. I mean, the Worms and and the the Chasm are pretty popular. Um, But unless you're going to put warps, like maybe you'll do like a climb to the BC, like you would do a climb to the center of the Beastman Strongholds and TOA, and maybe you'll get a warp to these zones or something. But if you don't hub them, no one's going to go. Travel has always been an issue.
3: Yeah, getting to these zones in general is, uh, is, is an, uh, just a pain in the ass.
8: Yeah, I can't imagine people like, oh, let's go party in Reverne and say, okay, well, now let's, let's walk to, for those of us that don't have our teleport rings, let's walk to, you know, the dunes, let's teleport to Luface, now let's walk to, you know, all the way up there, and by the time we get there, people will have left. And <laughs> Yeah, I, I really do hope that they add some sort of teleportation or easier way of transporting, maybe, maybe even uh, field manuals and uh, well, you can add, you know, the the stuff, uh, the the pages there too. But being able to teleport there, outpost warps, uh, that kind of stuff, that'd be nice.
3: Yeah, I like
5: like, some sort
2: of wildcat, wildcat warp there, and they need to put chocobos into like Lufius and uh, Miserable Coast. Teleport Tab.
5: I mean, there, oh, there, yes. there are ways to get around that. I mean, <laughs> you have to have C, but you can go to a Craig go through C, go through Tabnasia and Safehold, and get to those areas, or you can outpost to Tabnasia, or you can do other things like that. I'm They're still not the most incredibly convenient ways to get around, though.
3: Mm -hmm. I just can't wait for the tell, like, hey, let's go party in Sacrarium. Like, uh,
5: (laughs) all right, that's just a little bit of a haul.
3: I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's or, 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 you know, God forbid, Soja, you know, it's like either of those zones are just so far out of the way that it almost I I almost think that it almost doesn't even necessitate a
8: change. Let's go to the furthest tower of Soja, walking (laughs) up and down in Bucidine.
1: Here's what really puzzles me, you have all these zones that in Wings of the Goddess no one uses except for Campaign. Mm -hmm. That's a good point too. You could could warp to and you could EXP at. Mm -hmm. Um, Why did you go for COP when you could just do Wings of the Goddess instead or even repurpose some of the TOA zones that no one uses? Mm -hmm. Because that's where everyone
5: is anyway. There's some fantastic XP parties in XP spots in, like uh, Mamook, and like Castle Astrosia in the past. Until they put in those stupid NM's.
3: Which NM's?
5: Uh, the ones for the the SCNMs. Uh, oh. It was fine. You could go basically. You could go from the entrance of the castle all the way up to the top. Uh, and you'd be perfectly fine. The entrance mobs are kind of weak, but once you get to the higher level ones, it, it, was, it was hard to chain. But it was, you know, if everybody was going, you know, one hundred percent of the time, you could you could chain all the way up. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like how you used to do Cthul Tunnel way, way, way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, you would. Uh, the problem is that the, now is there is that insta cast black mage. Uh, in the in the leech room, mm-hmm. and there's just no way to. I mean, you can get get behind them, but you're going to break chain. You're not going to be able to pull mobs yeah. ahead of time to do, to be able to keep it.
3: So I I think that this uh, you know that that's uh, that kind of brings up the other part of, uh, of of my question is that you know do uh, what other zones do you think could could get this treatment you know beyond uh, uh, level eighty beyond this next update because if we If we can see that they're doing this now, we can probably safely assume that as the level cap continues to rise, they're going to continue to take zones that are not often utilized by the community as well and repurpose them. So, uh, you know, I I think that, yeah, I think you bring up a, a great point about... The, uh, the the wings of the goddess areas and um, you know I think that it may not be uh, you know it may not be too much of a stretch to think or assume that you know around the time of the next uh, level cap raise you know from uh, ostensibly from uh, 80 to 90 or from 90 to 99, that those areas may eventually see a repurposing for you know those really high level purposes.
6: Ryoku actually said something that I'm pretty sure most of the old school Final Fantasy Eleven players will notice. Uh, KRT party, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to see that repurposed well, to be that's a. Just,
5: that's just totally like the, the basement of Cofl Tunnel. All you have to do is raise the level cap, the level of those mobs down there, and you, I mean that. That's the reason why KRT and the basement of the Cuffable Tunnel, and the reason why I liked the Troja in the past is that they were not easy. They were not. Birds. They were not just sit there and get, you know, mindlessly kill stuff. I, I literally cannot do a party on birds for more than an hour because I start to fall asleep. No matter what time of the day it is, I will start to fall asleep after about an hour.
1: It was like, well, it was also it was a big spot for, you know, monks. Monk, you could actually redistribute some of the jobs at EXP and the TOA zones and send them out to uh, KRT to, you know, kill skeletons because that's what monks do. Um.
5: They could fix all of this by giving Signet uh tw- the 25% xp bonus.
3: Mm. You know, mm. a lot of a lot of people have uh, have uh have brought that up that um you know, there there should be an xp bonus under Signet and uh, uh even uh, I don't know if there is but uh, uh um the wings of the goddess one, what is I uh, uh sigil. 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 Does that does that have an xp bonus? I don't think it does. I don't think it goes um, either.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. so Only, to, it just adds like gives you exp for doing campaign.
3: Okay. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So uh, you know the 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 thought is is that um, oh, uh, according to someone in the chat, it's they say ten percent oh, for sigil. Nope. Really. Um. So. Uh, but I mean, that's that is something I think that needs to be looked at or considered is that you know that's what really made TOAU areas uh, uh, attractive over you know the older zones to to get from you know what uh, uh, what well, forty or Cignette,
1: fifty or whenever you go into TOAU, there was an EXP bonus added if you had less than six people in your party for Sigma. And that was Which, done which, up which was kind
7: up. of appropriate after Fields of Valor came in because you're right. going to be soloing yeah. in a smaller group. So I mean, it works for that. Um, you know, that kind of brings up another point too. Now that they're repurposing uh, COP areas for you know parties or whatever, are we going to see FOV in COP areas now?
5: FOV is the moral equivalent of Blue Mage. No. Okay. <laughs> it is Blue Mage. Ring really Field hates of, Blue Mages. Field of Valor and M- Triple M. Ma- moblin maze, worthless crap that nobody wants to do except for the Japanese people.
2: <laughs> well, not, have you ever? Sure, sure there
5: are blue mages, and here's the thing, and I think this really this really ties in well together. There are blue mages; they they love to do their field of valor, and they love their moblin maze mongers.
3: because they you get that crazy stuff. XP out of moblin I maze mongers sometimes.
5: Don't care. <laughs> go you go and go do your moblin maze mongers and that's fine and just you, you know you are the lol dragoon <laughs>
6: of 2010. is that like 10 20k in a run from no. what i've been hearing yeah, no. yeah it's, you it's ten, no you
7: can get 10k in one run from yeah,
6: yeah wow. mongers. How,
5: how can
2: you argue with
5: how can you argue with 10k in one run get four or five k in the amount of time that you can get 20k by killing little pink birds
2: Well no and the hmm I've, I've been in, I've gotten about five to eight k, depending if I have my ring or not, on from the chest, plus about two or three k from just running through it. Because what happens is you get the amount of EXP on the mobs that you've killed running through, which is usually the pink birds, and then it it puts that amount of EXP in the chest and doubles it with the uh, with the mazes that that I've been using.
5: See, here's the thing. It, again, like blue mage. I'm probably wrong, and I don't care. I will <laughs> never do all of these. I will never think blue mage is a good job. Uh, I mean,
7: the only problem with Like a haste plus ten belt, and Ring will be like, all right, maybe I should go and do it now. Well, I mean, obviously,
5: <laughs> at that point, I, I will emasculate myself and go do... <laughs>
6: <laughs> you know, the only problem, really, with the mazes is finding five other people that have the runes to get that XP... No, um, you, can copy you can
8: get You can Yeah, you just they go made, to the they, guy and you can just say, hey, I want this one. And they,
5: they've made it completely point.
6: accessible, yeah. and it's still a worthless trash. <laughs> I am the only. Did you know? After this,
3: except for except for like the the you know like the twenty or so people I know that do Moblin Maze mongers, none of them are on the same server.
6: But right, and you
7: know, it's like it's like the same group of people that do like Ballista and Brenner. There's not many people that do it, but the people that do it absolutely love
5: it. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. Totally yeah. bad shit crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'll I'll give you that for the PvP, but uh, I, I I don't think I can argue with 10k in a run, especially knowing how quickly you can get through some of those mazes, man. Uh, but uh, but. <laughs> Um, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how, uh, you know, the game is going to continue to change and progress as we, um, you know, as, as the level cap continues to raise throughout these next three updates. And, um, you know, we're, we're definitely going to be looking at a completely different game once all of those changes are, are implemented. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I've heard a lot of, Discussion about what exactly is Abyssia. What is going to be the nature of Abyssia? What's going to be the nature of the zones of the fights? You know, uh, uh, are these going to be passable XP areas? And the indication to me, both that, and and this is just an assumption, I should say, uh, uh, you know, right up front, uh, the indication to me, with between the COP zone changes. And the fact that they've proposed Abyssia as add-on content, it makes me very concerned about the amount of actual content, say like zones and um, and and Can mobs that we're going to be seeing with Abyssia. So I'm kind of I'm uh, it, you know it, it makes me a little bit concerned because I really I. I, I wanted to to believe in the add on scenarios, and those let me down. And I want to believe in Abyssia, and and uh, you know I just I, I, it's it's going to suck if, if once again I'm I'm let down. And I'm just I was I'm kind of excited for Abyssia.
7: Yeah, I, I am too. They showed screenshots. I'm like, that's Lethane Plateau. Awesome. They're giving us mm. like Wings of the Goddess Plus here. They're just doing different areas with like a different that's alteration. what I,
3: that would be. Right. Even that would be okay if it was you know like psychedelic versions of zones that we already have i think even that is passable um because you know as we've seen with the wings of the goddess zones which are basically you know they take they took existing zones and and basically changed elements within them, um, and changed mob distribution and aggro and everything like that, it, the, enough was changed to where I was satisfied. Especially between the three uh, new zones, you know, like Laval and uh, um... Uh, Grauberg and Fort Kaguro Naguro, um, you know, I think we got an, enough new stuff there that it was like, oh, this is cool. And with the old, uh, you know, with the repurposed old stuff, it was it, it was also kind of cool. But um, you know, if it's going to be you know, an, a, a thing where it's like, okay, well, these zones are only going to be for this battle. You know, you're just going to go in there and it's going to be instanced and that's it. You know, I'm going to be pretty disappointed with that if there's not going to be big expansive zones that I can roam around in and get killed a lot by, by you know, just random aggro. That's, that's what I want personally from uh, these add-ons. So I, I'm just, you know, I, I, I don't know, I, I, maybe I, I don't talk to enough people, but it, do you guys share that, that sense of apprehension? Are you guys also nervous about this?
6: I, by the <laughs> I do want
8: killed by the behemoth. I do hope that they're, you know, open zones that you can go into and kind of wander around. I'm, I I think we heard at one point that they weren't going to be instanced, but then it might be something similar to Dynamis, where you buy an item, go in, and you lock everybody else out. Yeah,
3: well, we also heard that Pup was going to, to A hand-to-hand, and that didn't
5: happen either, so... Yeah, well, because they realized yeah.
3: that was let's <laughs> well, yeah, have,
5: like have Pup out-damaged monks. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was. I mean, yeah, that was
7: such a bad idea. I I my pants when I heard that. Yeah. We know that so you get to Abyssia episode. with with new cavernous maws. so uh, you know, I'm willing to bet it's just going to be another area, but it's just got some kind of new content or new mobs or something in it.
8: Great. I don't want cool. to wander in with like other random
6: people. I don't want to have to you know fight for yeah. claim over it. What I looked at from the description that had in the product details, who said you can fly the quest level thirty. But the battles are intended to be posed a challenge of players level 75 and above. That says to me that there's going to be some storyline element that you can flag at 30, and one of the final endgame rewards is being able to do, you know, go into Abyssia and do this content.
1: Mm-hmm. I actually think it would be connected to Walk of Echoes in some way. You'd beat that, then win- Wings of the Goddess, and then. Well, you the do need of- Wings of the Goddess for
7: Abyssia, so yeah. it's, it's definitely yeah. possible. Yeah, but enemy- they.
5: they- They say that about everything that you need, this, this, and this. I don't, there has never been an expansion that has not been accessible from the starting
6: zones. From the very, very, very beginning zones. I mean, another thing about Abyssia is if you, you know, got to the end point currently in the Wings storyline, Abyssia makes sense. That's, Mm -hmm. I hope that gives you motivation to actually go beat Wings because the storyline is actually really cool. Oh, yeah. But outside of that, I'm really looking forward to you know going down there and seeing what exactly is there and what can eat me. And the new artifact armor looks pretty nice. Yeah, I, I think the
5: the question is, are are you okay with repurposing old zones? I think that maybe when Wings of the Goddess would came out, people were not okay with that, and they, that's the reason why they were so disappointed with Wings of the Goddess and the fact that content came so slowly after that. But uh, it, I think people now are much more. Okay with that. I think that they're much more accepting of the fact that Square Enix is now trying to give us content in the best way that they can, rather than give us all the content that we really want. I mean, I, I don't think that anybody has the, the uh, illusion still that this game has as much focus on it as it as it did before fourteen went in development. So I, I, I'm I'm okay with it. I you know I wish that we got new zones, but. I am okay with repurposing like re skinning zones and then putting higher level monsters in there. Cause that's what it looks like they're going to do. It looks like what plateau mm. is going to be an end game area. And that's a huge end game area.
7: That know? is pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. For, mm. for the longest time. When, when wings of the goddess came out, we're like, Oh, we're going to be like meriting in the dunes. Well, we might be doing that with Abyssia, like good Dunes hey. Abyssia or something. Else. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, I was really excited at Vanifest. They said, okay. We're doing these new add-on scenarios with new areas, and then it's like, well, it's just the Plateau. Like, the the thing I like about expansions in this game, um, and I think Wings of the Goddess lost it to an extent, was being able to explore new areas. Um, you know, when Abyssia comes out, it's it's going to be the Plateau. There's going to be new monsters and stuff, and unless there's drastic changes to it, it's going to be it's still going to be the Plateau. I'm going to know my way around, and you know, I haven't really felt uh, a cool, you know, like a unique sense of exploration uh, since Ottergon came out, and I was getting killed in like
1: Arapago Reef. Well, they could pull some stuff like they did in Jugger Forest S. And add a bunch of walls that make it
7: annoying to get around. Oh god.
1: Yeah, possibly. That would be be a Square Enix thing to do. Um, Well, the, the uh, the thing
5: about Wings, that, well, while it sucked that they repurposed all those zones and they didn't really change that much in most of them, The zones they did add, Grauberg, um, Fort Crungo, Narungo, and um, the Inlet, they were gorgeous. Grauberg is an amazing zone. Yeah, it is. (laughs) There is nothing like it in the game. And it's huge oh, it's, it's huge, and you don't even go to all of the neat places. A, there's a place that you could easily put an H&M, and there's two actually, no, there's one in the inlet, and one in Grauberg, where you could put an H&M, and it would just make sense. Like, something that would spawn mm-hmm. over time, or yeah. something like that, where there are high-level mobs wandering around, and you would never want to fight a mob there, unless it dropped something that was really important. Uh, there are, just Grauberg, just the... the it's mountainous, there's nothing, like all the hills before that were very sloping and very, you know, even like Marfetard Mountains that are supposed to be like mountains, it doesn't feel mountainous at all. It feels like you're in a plateau between these rock outcroppings. But Grauberg feels like you're walking up a mountain and walking down the other side. When you like the, the where you fight the campaign battle is at the top of that area. Well, there's a little bit more, but and there's that little house that's down at the bottom. Mm. That yeah. Is, that has a that has a guard guy that has that's doing nothing in the game. Yeah. It,
7: yeah. No,
3: it is so kind of underused. is not it?
5: The
7: guys are yeah. designing the area. They're like, let's throw a log cabin there. I think that'd be it, great. We're going to use it. For? So
5: cool. It, it's just yeah. one of the greatest looking parts of the game.
7: The other it, cool part in Graalberg too, is if, um, if you go up to where all the, uh, the dragons are and you look yeah. down, you can see the crack of dem.
5: Yeah. yeah. See that, and if you look like down the other way, the, the things that, that come out of the ground look like a rib cage from a dragon.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. That's mm-hmm. true. Those, they kind of look like rocks, don't they?
5: Yeah. They, yeah. they look like rock outcroppings, but they, yeah. it looks like a rib cage. Uh, the, do you of know, a you massive see, dragon, yeah. You can see the crags in all the other zones. Uh, you can see it in Fort in the Fort Trungo, and you can see it in the. I inlet. didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I, I'm almost. Hmm. I can't remember. I, I'm almost positive you can do it in the inlet. I don't know if I've seen it in the fort, but I, I'm almost positive there are two, there are different places where you can see. Like it looks like there should be a zone line, and it's got just rocks on top of it, and you can see the, uh, the all of the different craigs from where you are.
3: Wow. Hmm. Yeah. I definitely agree with you there, Ring, um, that some of those zones uh are 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 uh you know in, in ways underused and I, I really hope that um, you know, some of those really cooler locations that aren't used for anything uh, as of yet will be used for uh, something, and I mean, you know, legitimately something, not just like go here and talk to an NPC so you can get a cutscene for the next mission. That I think that's kind of a yeah. cop out. Um, I, 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 I yeah, I, I completely uh,
8: completely agree with you there. Well, I just have a little question actually. I mean, are we? I may have missed the bus here, but. Are we absolutely one hundred percent sure that uh, Abyssia was showing uh, Lathane, or could it just be a very similar like tile set? Or, or well, well, to, get, to get to Abyssia, we know that
7: there, there, like it, it said something about cavernous moors in new areas. So it's that's kind of tells me it's just going to be alterations of existing areas that probably weren't in Wings of the Goddess. So we'll get like Lathane, we'll get the Highlands and stuff like that. Okay. Right.
5: We'll get. we will probably get What about areas uh, that aren't that aren't in Wings like Lathane? uh the i wouldn't be surprised if the dunes was in it uh, I, uh yeah i would uh, i would like them to
7: redo the dunes because there's like that little bit outside selbina where it's like covered up rock and stuff i want to know what that
5: was uh, and and it was obvious there the, the area where you could see in the screenshots definitely was Lithium plateau i mean the, there's yeah. no doubt about it
1: right. uh, well there, there's someone herris uh, saying in the chat that um what if there's a present day Grauberg? There, I remember when I started, when of the goddess, they changed some of what the NPC said in Sandoria, yeah. and Windhurst yeah, about yeah. the Crystal War, and they said there's this little Tarotard standing out there in a uh, Winter's Waters, complaining about why did they? When are they going to unseal? for a rugo so we can find as out as soon as they,
7: there, they exactly. figure out a new way of pvp that nobody cares about <laughs> that, that's <laughs> that's
1: <soccer>. be <laughs> yeah. oh man but I, I think i think that that might be abyssia itself too that might there might be two zones it might be lethane which is connected to uh,
6: i think when um 14 finally gets released and it's stable enough i think we're gonna pull a Lot of the old dev team back to 11 to potentially make some make a, a real expansion.
5: What Square Enix needs to realize is that they de- they're developing two games, they need two teams, separate teams, mm-hmm. no yeah. more. I exactly. and I understand that's not the Square Enix way, and I it's not even it's, it has nothing to do with Final Fantasy 11, Final Fantasy 14. It has it's how they do all of their games, they pull people from Final Fantasy 11 put it yeah. on Final Fantasy 13 they put people from 13 on 14 14 on 11 it, it does seem like they are kind of learning from that because the development of 14 has sped up and the development of 11 has sped up in the last year the if if we could just erase 2009 from the history books of Final Fantasy 11 it this game would still be amazing yeah
3: no i i definitely agree and i also want to i also kind of want to put out a question there to you uh to to kind of follow up on that would you guys uh, how uh, would you guys feel slighted at all or or uh you know would you would you be pissed at all or do you think that it would warrant another one of these kind of round table discussions if it was decided at square enix that okay we are going to take the team that has been doing doubles between ff11 and ff14 we're going to have them concentrate on the development of 14 and we are going to outsource the continued development of 11 to another team how would you guys feel slighted by that because personally i'm kind of on the fence i don't know because it could go either way the development of this game so far has been fantastic and uh, uh, you know uh, up to and probably not including 2009 like ring said but uh, you know that's when we definitely noticed Problems starting to arise in the development, and most people attributed that to the um, you know the the double dipping between uh, of the dev team between eleven and fourteen. So uh, you know how much of a of a of a fan base outcry would there be if uh, they decided to to outsource uh, outsource this to uh, either either another company? I mean, another company that would be a little well, bit extreme. That would be, that yeah. would be way extreme. But um, you know, e- even just another. Core development team to uh,
7: continue working on expanding
5: content. Well, that's what I they do. Now. I think that that's what they're doing now.
7: I, I they think said they, they had different teams working on the add-on scenarios, so that the the main eleven group could continue Wings of the Goddess uh, updates, if I remember correctly. I mean, was, uh, the guy, was one the, of the guy who did the
1: uh, the guy who did the original scenarios for the original yeah. storyline of rank missions Basically, and uh, Rise so of so the Sillard. He came back and did the storylines, right? He, for, the,
7: well, the he, he only did one of them, I thought. For
1: the I add-ons, though,
3: for the DVD. for the three for the three add-ons that we've already gotten, though, um, I, you know, I don't think that any much of anything has been said about the Abyssia development, other than uh, the core development of the you know the core of the 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 dev team will continue to work on Wings of the Goddess. Yeah. But while they continue to work on Wings of the Goddess, they're also continuing to work on Final Fantasy XIV and. As Ring said, I, I, and I agree with this, that it, it kind of starts to, to show in some of the work, um, especially when you consider a lot of the content that we got in 2009. So, you know, if they if they said, all right, guys, we want you to just full, you know, full bore, you know, develop for 14 and make that as into the best game that you possibly could be. And, uh, you know, and and here's some maybe some of the auxiliary staff that has already worked on 11 or maybe even bring, you know, uh, uh, somebody in from another uh, project somewhere inside of Square Enix to, um, you know, to to keep up content, and, and develop new content. Um, so well, it, the, it, it, that it's, was- it's a completely hypothetical question mm-hmm. because we have no idea if that's what they're doing or if that's what they would do. But I'm just kind of curious what the reaction would be if that was announced.
1: Well, I think I, if uh, they shifted the entire 11 team to 14 and moved 11 to a new team, I would be fine with that because I'm moving to 14, and I want to see the new idea the 11 team had for 14 to differentiate it mm-hmm. from 11. And I, I think I think they've learned a lot from Final Fantasy 11. And I think they see what they did right and what they did wrong, right, and will make a better game out of that. Well, I, and I, I, I think, think I, uh, handing I and mean, you handed over a, 11 to a new team. They've got a team with a fresh perspective that. They might make new mistakes, who knows, but um, they have, they've seen how Final Fantasy XI's progressed and they've had their own ideas on where it can go. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would love for, for Final Fantasy XI, even though I'm probably never going to come back to it at this point. I'm five months out and totally having the MMO shakes or anything. <laughs> you broke it the addiction.
3: You got the monkey off your back.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i uh, love to see them finally go out to, you know, the Far East we keep talking about it, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and they keep talking about the far south and the far north and all these far, far places. Um, We got to see the Near East, and then when we got to the end of Treasures of again, they totally hint-pointed at the far east. They Mm -hmm. had uh, Gesso talking, I'm I'm going to talk to my people over there, the council lords, and I was like, well, you're you're throwing all this interesting stuff out at me, but you're not going after it.
3: Yeah, yeah, and and I think that that was uh, a lot lot of people's reaction when they announced Abyssia. It was like, all right, cool, new stuff, but at the same time, it's like, oh, well, what about all of this other stuff that there's, like, you know,
1: references to that we really want to see? I mean, I want to see the Far East, because, like, they talk about a town where the Beastmen walk around as citizens, mm -hmm. so they'd be, like, NPCs now, and they wouldn't attack you.
3: (laughs) Right, right, Yeah. And, 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 you know, even, even to that end, if they did decide to put, uh, you know, a new team or, or uh, uh, a new group of people or a new matching of people onto Final Fantasy XI, would that open up the possibility in the future of getting either more frequent content updates or... Uh, you know, bigger content updates, uh, better quality content updates. I think that that's very much up for, for argument and for and for speculation. Um,
2: I think I would, if, they, if they're going to put these new things, the problem with that, I think, is they're running out of room. I've, I've heard repeatedly on the PS2, which is where most of the Japanese base plays off of. So even if they put this new team in place, could they add into these new things? And I'd love to see like the, far, the far east and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm.
7: That's a good question. I, yeah, I don't. I don't care who's working on the game, as long as we're getting new content and and good quality content. I, I agree. Yeah, I'm in the same yeah.
3: Well, th- th- but the two are not uh, are not mutually exclusive either. Just because we're getting more or new content does not necessarily oh, mean right. that it'll it'll be good. Yeah, we can, um, which is which is I think, think I I think the the yeah. primary concern to switching up the development team is that the content would start to suffer. The quality of the content would start to suffer.
8: Mm-hmm.
7: If we have a new I, team, we'll get more bell stuff,
5: commands. I yeah, more that. bell oh, commands. The, it, I think we've seen evidence of a non. Uh, non-dedicated team uh a split team a uh, group of people that can move back and forth i would i don't think anybody would be against a dedicated group of people working on this game right. day in and day out
3: right yeah uh, instead
5: of and i don't and honestly i i think that the that if you know what is it? Final Fantasy Thirteen versus it gets as it gets closer to its release date that it, people will get pulled off of fourteen and eleven to go work on thirteen on, on versus because that's a cash cow that they that they that they need in the short term. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you know, Final Fantasy eleven, Final Fantasy fourteen are things that pay pay great dividends over the long term. Sure. but the front end cost of it have to be supported by things like versus and you know, in all their mm-hmm.
6: other games. Sure, I am not excited about versus
7: at all. I'm, I'm more excited about Versus than I was just for 13. Really? Yeah. I'm completely <laughs> out of the way. It. It's going to play like Kingdom Hearts. 13 was all right, but it wasn't great by any means.
6: No, 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 no. Definitely not. Yeah, 13 Evans
7: press A to play. It was really like, that's what it was. You <laughs> just hit that over and over again. Yeah.
6: I mean, the protagonists, they all look the same. It's They'll like have the pink same. Hair. What's up with that? <laughs> 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 it's like this, they all look like quad lookalikes to me. I mean, it, it's just. Yeah.
8: Uh, I if that was the point.
6: Hope was a douche. Everybody hated. <laughs> Hope. Everybody hated um... Oh wow, that's the muscle guy's name? Snow. Oh,
3: Snow. 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 yeah. Everybody oh, yeah. Snow. He's a he's a horrible character. He's a horrible character. He's like hey
6: he's going to go save the world. He's yeah. like the
3: he's like the main well, character Lighten's from. Punch him. He's like the main character from Gurren Lagann, except he's completely unstomachable.
5: Wait, like, what? wait. From what game? Nerd not, not. A, it's it's an anime, Gurren <laughs> yeah, Lagann. Okay, uh, I wow. I, I mean, I thought we we're all nerds here, but wow. Yeah, I
7: never. <laughs> you were at the top. <laughs> I was kind of nod my head and going point. along with it, I'm like all right. Yeah. It's on friggin' <laughs> Hulu
5: for <laughs> sake. It's on. You, you know can find it on Hulu. I mean, it's not that hard to find. There are lots of weird things on Hulu. I watch British I comedies on Hulu.
7: You don't get Hulu in Canada. The original Zelda cartoon it's, is on Hulu. I think it's, now, it's isn't it? Oh God! Really? Oh.
3: See, people in the chat room know what I'm talking about. It doesn't mean you have to watch it. And no, I didn't like Gurren Lagan. It made me want to blow my brains out. It was so positive and happy.
5: I also think that people in the chat room agreeing with you about knowing what that is proves my point. (laughs)
3: Uh, But they're going to disagree with me just as fast because I just slammed it. So not a big deal. <laughs> i only i, I the- dude I only sat through like two and a half episodes and I was like nah huh
6: yeah it it gets more interesting halfway through
3: that's you know what I hear that about a lot of things, but it's just making it to that halfway point on the first go-round that is yeah. is really difficult.
6: Same, same thing about 13. It's not, it's not going to motivate me to play it when I know I got it to, doesn't get interesting 25 hours in. Well, no. I,
3: I mean, I got to the point where it opens up. Like, I got to the third disc of 13, and then I was I lost all motivation to play. And I was like, when does Alan Wake come out? Because that's third all disc? I want to play. <laughs>
5: yeah. Do
2: you live in the Stone oh, Age? Xbox 360.
5: Oh, oh right. I... I.
3: If, no, Square if I'm going to if I'm going to start to get for for buying an Xbox 360 over a PS3, we can just squash this whole conversation <laughs> whole right now because I don't
5: really care. Play, you're going to have to play Reach on an Xbox 360, but you play Square Enix yeah. games on a PlayStation 3. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think one of the things with uh, Square Enix games you have to realize is I think with the way they make them, they make them first for the Japanese audience. And then sort of they sort yeah, they're of, trying
7: to they're trying to get into the Western market though. So yeah,
2: oh, I, I, yeah, but I still think their first focus is always on, especially with the Fall Fantasy games is always on on their market first, which is different than say a Bioware, who if it's Dragon mm-hmm. Age: sort of focuses more on the North American market first and then where's with the rest of the world later.
3: Yeah, but Dragon Age had a flawed narrative too because I mean I you know halfway through that game I checked out of the narrative and I was like all right well I just want to beat this to to show that I can um, you know there's I, I, it's. I, I think narrative, overall in video games, is something that's uh, uh, that's that's really lacking. Um, and and I, I you know I didn't play a whole lot of Alan Wake, but what I did play of it, I really liked, and it, it, because of the narrative structure. Um,
5: well, it's like it's like wow, people are like, yeah. oh, the quest lines and wow are amazing. I mean, you mean the things I just clicked through twenty times because it was getting right. boring reading all this stuff. I mean, Final Fantasy XI. Now that. It when it takes you out of the game and it puts you in the cutscenes and people are like, well, wow mm-hmm. has cutscenes now. Yeah, wow has has a cinematic that you watch but don't participate in. You are the main character in every storyline in Final Fantasy XI. You are a you are in the movies eating mm-hmm. your popcorn when you, when you play Wow and
6: watch those cinema, cinematics.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah, I play Wow kind of for. About three months, and I got into that point where they started doing those cinematic things in the Lich King. Um, yeah, I mean, it, yes, they were they're fun to watch, mind you, but you never felt like you were the special entity here. To this, I'm number twenty-seven in a thirty-man raid going to kill the Lich King. And Yay! Twenty-five. No, twenty-five.
1: Ten and twenty-five. So it's kind of like those uh, cutscenes in Dynamis, where you, you the first time you you go into Dynamis, and everyone else has seen it. Oh yeah, yeah! yeah. Like r- rushing ahead of you, and you're like, I, 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 just everyone's just like, just massive action. You're like, okay, and you're still like thirty feet behind everyone. Yeah, get yeah.
6: in. Like Channel Lord, you know, it's like get the Channel Lord fight. Okay, I'm watching a cutscene. Hey, look, it's dead. And yeah, if you
7: if you want to <laughs> be involved in roughly. a cutscene, I think it was like the Corsair like unlock quest, like a Galca like, punches your character in the face or something. Just yeah. like yeah, you know, I'm like, oh, that come was on. Cool, <laughs>
4: Well, I, I like the storyline in Smash Brothers.
6: <laughs> what storyline are you speaking of?
4: What,
7: what does the one where we, Sonic shows up at the end to like try and save the day with his little ring. Yeah, you know, where, where have you been? You know, yeah. Why it, is Snake just in a box? I don't, I don't get it. Why is he there? How did he get there? Who cares? It's Solid Snake. Because he's sneaking. <laughs> there you the go. The
5: thing that bothers me the most is that people have not done Wings, and Wings is kind of like Cop in that it is slow to build, but it is so good once, oh, yeah. once it gets there. Once yeah. you yeah. get to Walk of Echoes and that you have the first cutscene there and and Lilith shows up and you're like, oh my God, it's just so I don't it's so weird. It's like you're reading like a good book or watching a good movie. Mm-hmm. You like feel like you know you care about what's going on so
7: and it just keeps um, yeah. adding and adding and adding like it's still not getting to the point where it's kind of slowed down like once you get to that point where it starts to build up the story you get the nation quest going in on top of the the main missions and it's just it's great i think the the story in in wings of the goddess beats the hell out of cop yeah well,
3: you no know, i'm getting
7: there yeah
5: i i know I, right de- I hate portia I, I just she just gets on <laughs> just so whiny and so uh you know just shut up and just you know be a hero like everybody else you know everybody wants to be a hero but you you're you are all about my <laughs> selfish little romance
7: they, if they ever do turn, another expansion the, <laughs> the main character with that expansion needs to be like a galka not some like some like <laughs> teen girl or whatever <laughs> <that's Yeah. like laughs> the never I just want like an ugly galka they
5: got lion <laughs> they got uh exactly Trish, they got yep. um nat what's her name
7: you know what I want an expansion where the whole it's all based around sid give me that Oh yes, yeah. there you go. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. I don't, you know what? I don't, I don't want, I don't want t- ACP. ACP.
5: Are you ACP had all... potential,
7: but it was horrible. I don't want more about Shantotto. I don't want something about my Moogle. Give me an add-on scenario about Sid.
1: Are you Final of Fantasy Eleven? I...
2: The Reckoning of Cid.
5: <laughs> all I want to see is hot digital underage teen chicks. <laughs> that's that's it's, so it's like, <laughs> a, <is> like the <laughs> Japanese way of, uh, of everything. So why not? You know, you know, brace it in in the game.
7: What's well, great because they'll introduce these characters and then like you're like oh all right not not bad looking and then at the end they're like oh by the way she's 14 oh, really
5: oh, man, <laughs> gonna... well Prish is like 800 I mean right I mean she's like yeah probably, yeah <laughs> I mean <laughs> little,
3: little age that's, that's still, like guilt that's it right. doesn't count because a... she's in a 14 year old's body because right. I mean, I mean I that just, just, just makes I mean, it even more
5: Japanese teenagers dream it's like their wet dream every day oh it's legal and you're like four years old
0: it's just
5: just, I I mean the the weird Japanese commercials you see I mean nothing is Japanese I play a Japanese game I got no problem with Japanese people but I mean we have weird cultural things too I mean we're prudish got the whole protestant thing going but they love their underage you know dirty
7: someone just put in the chat exactly what I was thinking they go Evangelion yeah (laughs) these girls are exclusively Uh 14 okay sure
4: whatever you say Japan (laughs) I think they should have an add-on that features Cloud and Sephiroth fighting each other. I
3: you know, think that's reason. the worst oh, idea I've ever heard.
5: Oh. Oh. And that's then a terrible Cloud idea. Come and fight um, Sid and win. Only if they both miss and accidentally kill each other two seconds in the fight and we never have to hear from Sephiroth X Sephiroth Cloud and, and, and Sephiroth. Sephiroth
7: has to be voiced by Lance Bass. <laughs> I need a little audio clip in there. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'd love, I, you know, I'd love to see, see Square Enix put some more restrictions on their character naming conventions. I, I would, mm-hmm. I honestly, like, you know, for as, you know, look, if I can't make a character whose name is Sugar T- I should not also <laughs> be able to make a character
7: whose name is Sephiroth or God forbid X Sephroth XX. They should, they should do something where if you try to name your character Sephiroth or Cloud, they just give you an IP ban and you can never play any of their games online. <laughs> <everywhere>. <laughs> Thank you. Brilliant. <laughs> Thanks for your $15. Stop
1: there, though. Uh, go for Trunks, Tifa, Selfie.
4: Okay. My character is going to be Titus Chrono. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: don't
1: oh, do Bosch. I want to be able to
5: walk around and say Bosh lives. If you just uh. Blaze on. FFXI Auction House on the Odin server, that's B-L-A-I-Z-E, and you look at his pictures, you will see that there is a character called Turdburglar that he dragged out (laughs) to... Uh, You know, like Ordell caves, and had him steal from a dung beetle, just so it's that turd turd burglar (laughs) fails to steal from the dung beetle.
8: Yes, I've seen that. That's awesome.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That is. Oh, that is too cool.
7: (laughs) See that a name like that, I would allow just so I could see that screenshot. That would be perfect. I'd be perfectly fine with that.
4: I yeah, think that I, should be the name of this show now.
3: <laughs> Turn <Dirt> burglar. <laughs> burglar fails to steal from the dung beetle.
4: <laughs>
3: oh, jeez. All right. Well, uh, you know, some uh, some some ending thoughts on uh, on the COP discussion. Anything that uh, that that you guys uh, don't think that we talked about or or, or was covered uh, or given enough time on this episode? Is there anything that that comes to mind? Anything that. Uh, that uh, you know, you guys wanted to uh, to to bring to the table.
5: Well, we were talking about turd burglars, so I think we've probably spent everything that we had. <laughs> on, on, once yeah, once the um,
7: conversation has shifted from COP to turd burglars, <laughs> chances are,
8: yeah, it's just about yeah. It.
3: it seemed like a good enough end cap for the
8: discussion. So, so <laughs> <laughs> off topic, we'll just stop it right there.
5: See, the problem is that, like talking about this leads so many other places because mm. it is about what's coming. Yeah. So the, like today we didn't even mention, but today all new weapon skills. And it's the first time we'll, I think we'll get that to that. We're, we're, yeah. Are we going to talk about that a little bit? Just, Okay, because yeah. I'm just saying it's the first time they've released a video for anything yeah. like this in a long time. Yeah, I mean I'm not talking about like trailers for. You the, could you know, actually the say it's
7: so it's the only cool video they've ever released. Really, I mean, what what was like when yeah. we had add-ons and then we had like the 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 secret to kill AV supposedly. Yeah. Mm. So
1: I still haven't watched the video. Uh, I mean, they're the
5: reskins. Some of them look yeah. fucking sweet. Some of them are like you know real yawners. But like, yeah, the, I mean. Nero, if he is if he has actually seen it, has already made a mess of his pants. And you know, <laughs> the, I have. Sure, I can't actually
3: on, get the video to work.
5: Just YouTube it. It's on YouTube. Oh, is it? Okay. PFA has a uh, YouTube I actually, right? Got it.
8: Yeah, I I was on PFA's website uh, while I was on the the Playland website trying to to view the video, and I got to the YouTube one first before the one was <laughs> yeah, even halfway done. Yeah,
7: I was lucky I got it first. I bet, you know, or you know, after a couple hours after it was up, more people were probably, probably trying to access it, so it was probably slowing the, the download or something. No. yeah, Some of them look all right. Some of them look kind of generic. Yeah, some, kind of of, are okay. some of them are okay. Some I'm not be- sure how I feel about Samurai getting a, a weapon skill that has butterflies.
5: I, I mean, if,
7: if, if, <laughs> butterflies. I'm
5: okay with that. I, I'm in touch with my phone inside. If, it,
7: if I can do, you know, a, a second Oki with a light skill chain with that now, then, you know, bring it. I'm all for that.
5: Yeah. Just make I'm sure it's
7: was a the gear, though. Yeah.
5: yeah. Yes. <laughs> See, we should. If Aniru, you have not seen it yet.
3: I I haven't. No, I I tried to. I we I should, just I just saw the announcement before we sat down to record this. I haven't even put the uh, the POL announcement up onto the uh, onto the LBR front page yet. We, um, just because I was so distracted him, with getting everything getting set up
5: for this. We should we should make him watch it like during the show. So. You should go we can talk and you go to YouTube <laughs> set it up and I'll tell you where to where, where to even go in in the uh, like in the video. So.
3: Yeah, alright, alright, yeah, we can do this. All right. So um here he is linked it uh the in the uh in the chat. Uh I should probably is, is there is there sound with this too? Do they put like music or yeah. something to it?
5: Yeah, but it's just yeah. like the mm-hmm. battle music from wings.
3: Oh okay, all right, all right. I don't I don't think they'd get too too mad about that having uh, you know going in the background. So it's about two minutes. I saw like the first like maybe I don't know, nine seconds of it because
7: it wasn't buffering properly. But you got enough to know that Final Fantasy 11 is rated T for teen. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> all right. All right. So all right. That. all right. All we'll,
3: right. Here I'm gonna I'm gonna check out the video. If uh, if anyone you know wants to check out check this out along with me, uh, I'll go ahead and toss this url into the chat if, room so it can want, be it can be a group experience
5: <laughs> you can jump to you can jump to 115 so we can hear you scream like a little
3: <laughs> it's that good huh you i, I mean because because yeah, you're
5: something you would geek out over i'm just I, it, lo- some it looks like don't a like it, range weapons too,
6: which is kind of interesting
5: some people mm-hmm. like it some people don't you are gonna yeah
6: yeah you can't throw up links in the uh, the chat apparently Really? Switches. yeah, yeah.
3: Huh. Odd. Uh, weird. Uh.
6: Well. Okay. Well. Go then to go to petfoodalpha.com, and it's like the second post in. Yeah. There you uh, go. You should go oh, ahead and it's linked it already. It's on
5: my blog. On. It's embedded on my blog.
3: So there's a number of places to go check it out. Anyway. All right. All right. So here we're gonna we're gonna plus press play here. All right.
5: Yeah. We're watching. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> You can hear it in the background.
3: <laughs> yep. Yeah, I saw that I saw that opening montage thing. That was about it.
2: The Gelka doing the kick is pretty cool.
3: That was pretty cool. I always love the gear choices for for Square <laughs> Enix videos for the people doing the you know, mm. whatever it
6: is. I like the ranger one. That was kind of sweet.
3: Sanguine blade. It's oh yeah, of, like kind quality. of a cool name.
6: Yeah,
5: it's also obviously H, HP drain. Like, oh, yeah. something else. Well, did you get? The-
3: Dude, nice Herculean slash. That's bonerific.
7: Yeah, after they got screwed on uh, mythic weapon skills, great, uh, great sword finally gets something new.
3: Dude, for real, uh, we need, we should get two. There should be two great sword weapon skills. <laughs> Period. Scythe looks pretty cool too. Right,
5: that's to the one I thought you would geek out on.
8: He's all great
3: You know I don't. You know I don't use Scythe.
2: Yeah, I, I keep forgetting that you're. <laughs> that a GIMP. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I,
5: just, I didn't say it. I didn't say <laughs> it.
2: Someone has to play Dark Knight. Uh oh. Yeah, Bone Arrow's boring.
6: Yeah, Bone not one. boring.
3: Like nice oh, damn, that Great Axe. That
6: yeah, Great Axe is pretty sweet. Yeah,
3: that's yeah,
8: really cool. Swinging it around, putting a lot of force into it. Mm-hmm.
3: Very cool. Uh, make sure uh, make sure you check out uh, the the video. It's it is worth checking out. Uh, that's gonna that's very exciting. Um, so, and, you know, uh, uh, do, do they, I, I haven't, I haven't looked at it closely. Do they say, you know, is this just going to be
7: like weapon skills that you accrue from skill points? They haven't it's said, the but it's probably just going to be skill points. I would also, so. the assumption yeah. I think that most people are making but, at this point, because since every supposedly. Wosley, we're going to get ultimate weapons or something from Abyssia. People have been saying, so no. we'll probably get a set now with skills and then a set later on with those, maybe. I don't
1: know. They
5: look like they're associated with the weapon and not with the job like yeah. they are with music. well if you right.
8: notice in a lot of those uh, little clips they were using mythic weapons
5: I did mm. notice that yeah yeah. yeah. not all greatsword doesn't have a mythic weapon and not all True. of them were so right, right. Like, like but the, the great staff sword was a relic was, the staff one was like a current uh, corinns pole and then the dragoon one was just like an O oh, <laughs> oh lance yeah back, back 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 in the day yeah.
3: like I said it's I always like, it's always an interesting uh
7: selection of uh they should have put them all in like gear. The Christmas gear. I think that would have been awesome. <laughs> oh
2: yeah,
7: just like event clothes, pumpkin hat heads. You know, let's do it. There you go. Egg helmet. Make it silly. I want to see a Galicka with a pumpkin on his head. Tornado kick
5: somebody in the face. So you, you yeah, think that's, there's fire in the tornado kick. Shouldn't it be firestorm or something along those lines? It's,
3: nah, it's, they may change. Look
5: nerves. very windy. Who knows? Oh, they might. But I'm just saying. Yeah, I really like I the they, gun one. They could just still work them, on them over the people. head. That's That's a just yeah, they, did, they did too. have the
4: disclaimer at the beginning.
7: With, yeah, they have the little disclaimer. Oh, it might change, you know. Yeah. You, you know, granted like the, the updates coming in a couple of weeks like <laughs> right. <laughs> We're still working on it. Right. <laughs> and uh, you know, it's it's it I I just hope personally
3: that these weapon skills are going to be worth using.
8: Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. I, I hope
7: something. I hope the the dragoon one doesn't have some weird mod on it like I've built my gear up for Drake's
5: Bane. Don't make it like agility mod based or something, please. Yeah, that oh, would be and uh Qtipus, were talking about that earlier today, and they were like, "It's going to be an int modifier with magic yep. attack bonus. <laughs> exactly, so It's totally going to be awesome. like whatever that primal rend that that uh, beasts get, and yeah, the, the all the sweet like magic attack bonus stuff that dragoon gets. Yeah, yeah,
3: and uh, you know, just uh, uh, just to kind of put an end cap on uh, on uh, this discussion of uh, what we're going to be seeing with the with the next update they they did state that they are gonna be expanding uh, the trial of the magians uh, to include uh, new trials and um, did they mention uh, did they mention gear yet can't remember no gear yet no um, not we're not be able yet to do weapon skills though not yet yeah that's right that's right that was the big thing is that you uh, you're gonna be able to increase uh, increase your weapon skills which that's that's pretty cool um, I didn't really Wonder. Think about that, like, when when they initially had brought Trial of the Magians out, it Mm -hmm. never occurred to me that weapon skills would be one of the things that you could augment through the system. But that's really cool. You
7: know, they've talked about crafting skills. Um, I think um, Massively.com, they did a a tour of the last update, and they had talked about um, the possibility of, like, movement speed increases via uh, Trial of the Magians. Like, permanent? Wow. I guess. Oh, Oh, that'd that'd be be weird. weird. They also hinted that uh, ninety nine merits would be done through Magians. Magians is, is just kind of like their scapegoat system now. They're like, all right, how can we introduce new content and make it take forever to complete? Well, we'll just throw it into Magians.
3: Yeah, yeah, it does seem like uh, it's a it's a good way to sort of buff out uh, buff out content time. So,
5: I mean, I, I mean, I, I I love it. I mean, I, mm. I think it's I think it's much more. I mean, some people the camping the the little NMs at the beginning is what annoys me. But the rest of it is stuff I can do at my pace. I can decide when I want to do it. And it's enjoyable in small, small parts. You know, people that want to just pound through it and they're like, why can't I just have the updates up, upgrades now? Why, why do I have to work for anything? It just doesn't make sense to me. Like, It's something that I can do when I'm taking my time away from events and I don't want to have to worry about everything all the time.
6: The biggest thing is um, my only 75 job is Black Mage. I mean, looking at the staves, it's like, yeah, it's slightly better than a merciful paul. Not worth the effort. Whoa, yeah, but, but after, wait, after the next up.
5: update, you're wrong. There are uh, nuking staves that you can get that are uh, the, the the magic attack bonus is, or the you know the the, ma- the damage bonus is better than HQ staff, uh, HQ elemental staff. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean. Uh, uh, you can. I mean, I had stuff on, on, the, on my blog about it, but you can. if you just go to the staff ones and look under the elemental ones, uh, there'll be ones that have, it will be like uh, elemental af- uh, affinity, I think it's called, then it'll say for accuracy and for damage, and you want the ones that are plus three for damage and plus one for affinity. It's a little bit less magic accuracy uh, than uh, HQ staff, but it's a little bit more magic
6: damage than an HQ staff. It's already been tested. We're talking one staff, right? We're not talking like another set of seven.
5: Well, the, the problem is that it's for each element, so you oh. can't, and they're all named the same, and there's no oh way for, for, to, to, to macro it in. You have to, it's you ugh. have to pe- pick each individual one or just pick the best one. I mean, I think, I think that's what their goal was to just pick the best one. Like, I'm going to do a, uh, white White Mage one because the White Mage one does um, has that plus fifteen percent curing potency. That's, and, that's nice. And the, I'm going to do the Thunder one obviously for my Black Mage.
7: Well, I introduce a Magian trial where it's just like turn in like each stave and like you'll get like a rainbow staff or something. It just has all the crap on it. <laughs> and that's it don't have to worry about it ever again there was definitely some
5: talk about that in one of the interviews after Vanifest where they said you know we're we're gonna try to make it so that we can make this one elemental staff or something along those lines
6: and then they introduced grips yeah (laughs) yeah great job guys
3: but uh but you know uh the the other the other big uh change and adjustment to uh trial of the magians that they have uh kind of proposed with this uh announcement is that they're going to be reevaluating uh each one of the uh each one of the objectives and uh making uh, you know maybe turning some of those some of those down not not necessarily the difficulty but I really the monotony. Hope reduce
7: the numbers for the uh I hope the so. the relic and mythic trials. That's pretty outrageous, yeah.
5: I hope so. The, the like interesting thing about that—they they, they really? said they were going to do that, mm. didn't they?
6: Yeah. The interesting thing they also mentioned was that if you're in the middle of a trial, the the changes will happen in real time. Which yeah. I'm wondering how that's going to work.
3: Not sure. Not
5: well, sure. Well, if you did, yeah. like, if they drop it to like, if it's like one of the relics, and they drop it to from 1,500 to a thousand, if you're at 1,200, you will have completed the trial. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Hmm.
3: All right. Well, I think that that, for the most part, wraps up uh, the majority of our discussion uh, about the proposed changes with the uh, with this upcoming June update. I really want to thank everyone uh, for uh, taking the time out today to uh, to to discuss this uh, uh, this issue. And, you know, I think that we got a really good, uh, uh, you know, uh, a really good cross section of, uh, you know, what the community overall thinks um you know about these because uh we we also we asked our listeners to send us emails um which it, it, it was actually uh, part of the uh the selection for some of our our guests today uh, that was involved in the process and um you know I I wasn't I wasn't really expecting the length of some of these emails we got some <laughs> really really fantastic emails that are just very very long so unfortunately I'd loved, I loved I said I would read all of them and I Really want to read all of them, and uh, you know what? Chances are, is uh, I'll, what I'll probably do is I'll make a uh, a post uh, uh, or or a page or something, uh, and uh, this uh, the, the all of the emails will be included in the show notes for this program. But unfortunately, I just can't read all of them because by the end I'll just lose my whole friggin' voice, and it won't be good for anyone. So, uh, so we take a look at uh, at this first email. Uh, This is uh, from TPAL of the Diabolo server, who says, I think this is an awesome move. This really opens up the Promathia missions. While some of them will still be difficult and may not be possible for one to solo, it will make them considerably easier. And I think I see what Essie is doing here. Square Enix in... This person's opinion is and will be pulling out more and more stops as the release date for Final Fantasy XIV draws closer and closer in, a, in an attempt to keep all of the people from flocking to a new game all at once. And they reiterate that that's just their take on it, um, which I think is is kind of an interesting idea. Uh, a lot of people have have really um, you know uh, spoken a lot about how uh, the release of Final Fantasy XIV will impact. Uh, the player base for Final Fantasy 11. Um, so, I, I mean, just uh, kind of throwing it out there, what do you guys think? What do you guys think will happen once, uh, you know, 14 is out there? As long as we're, you know, out here speculating what's going to be coming up in June, let's push that a little bit farther. And, uh, you know, what, what do we think is going to happen upon the release of uh, Final Fantasy 14?
6: When looking at 14. What I see happening is once it's released, 11 obviously going to see a population drop. That's kind of a given. The question is, what will that population drop be three to four months after launch? Will people play 14, realize it's not their cup of tea, and come back, or will they kiss the 14 and 11 has um, a diminished
1: population because of that. I, I have. I, I look at 14, and I'm I. I kind of think that Square Enix is trying to pull in the Monster Hunter crowd into that game because they're making it all about the weapons and the upgrades and I at least that's the emphasis that I've read so far on Final Fantasy 14 and uh, it's clear that they uh, there's, they have the story to appeal to the Final Fantasy fans and if they have the weapon upgrades to appeal to Monster Hunter fans it's going to be a big thing in Japan and we might, I, I think we're going to see a population drop either way I think uh, for me personally 2009 it was just Boring. As like, like once I got I got C done for the second time for myself. As <laughs> I can, like, I'm like, well, I'm not really excited about anything else in this game anymore. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of dwindled around for seven months before I finally quitting. And it, it, was, it was good. People were dropping out last year. That's true. About, about mm-hmm. As of like March of last year, they were just like, you know, just kind of dropping out. And then they announced 14 at E3. Yeah. And people are like, well why keep going? Why work on this riddle or this relic gear or whatever? When this is just around the corner, I'm going to go back and enjoy my PlayStation 3 or my 360 or my Wii or whatever.
7: Mm-hmm. What? Um, what what Square Enix really needs to do, I think, um, you know, if they want to show that they're committed to 11, they're committed to 14. Um, if you look at the timeline we have now, the last Abyssia will be coming out in December. Um, that's usually around the time when they start doing FanFest or Vanifest or whatever, what they really should do, and, I, you know, who knows if this This may just be wishful thinking on my part, Um, you know, 14 is coming out probably like at the end of the year, so so the next, you know, big event that they have will be like a launch for 14, and then they need to come out and announce some type of new major content update for 11, whether it's another batch of add-ons or, uh, you know, even better, I think, would be an expansion pack. To show that they're still committed to the Final Fantasy 11 player base that's still playing the game,
1: I was really impressed when they did the last manifest that the emphasis was on 11. Yeah, kept it on 11. Yeah. and they just kind of showed a snippet of 14.
3: Yeah, no, it. they they definitely so. they kept a, they kept it square on message with with 11 and really made it seem like um you know like the the future of 11 and the expansion <laughs> of 11 uh, was going to keep keep going on indefinitely and i think that was the point of that and uh you know fusion i I definitely agree with you that around the time that 14 is released that they're going to have to uh you know add something as well to 11 especially if they want people to be going in between the two games as they've stated um so yeah Mm -hmm. no I, i definitely agree with that assessment
2: one of the things I think they're going to they need to do is they need to either do one of two things. I know it's the Lord of the Rings online. They're going to free to play model. Yeah. And I think yeah. they either need to do that or they yeah. need to bundle it with 14. So if you have a 14 subscription, you can get final for, say, an extra five bucks.
3: That's no that is a that is a, a really, really good point, because not only did Lord of the Rings go to a free pay model. Uh, uh or no pay model whichever uh, uh but dungeons and dragons online did as
5: well and the they thing both, th- hold on they both did that because they were failing exactly this, that's this, that's, this mm-hmm. the, the, unless this mm-hmm. game loses four hundred thousand players you're not going to see that happen this game even here's the problem with this game is that even if i play final fantasy 14 full-time i am not unsubscribing from final fantasy 11. Because I still have friends in this game. Not all of them are going to play Final Fantasy 14, And I'm going to log into this game at least once a day. Sure. It's still, I, I mean, I may not be playing it the whole time. Especially if it's how they say it's going to be. If it's going to be like WoW. I mean, keep in mind that the people who play WoW are, even the most hardcore people are casuals compared to what we do. Mm-hmm. Like, they mm-hmm. all, they when they raid, a hardcore raider raids three nights a week. You know how many nights a week I'm on this game? Seven. And, and and I'm not saying I'm like a no life shut in loser or something. Okay, maybe I am. But <laughs> the point is that I, I do go out and get hammered some nights. I go on vacation. I do that stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But the, the difference is the people that go watch Lost while they're watching Lost or they're watching their other vacuous television shows. That are I'm playing my vacuous video game. <laughs> so uh, I, it's it, I've always I have friends who always joke me that I play this game and I play it too much and blah blah blah. But like, what are they doing on a on a weekend on a weekday night? They're I mean. They're getting laid? No. I, I, <laughs> excuse me. I'm like 800 years old. Okay. Nobody <laughs> nobody gets laid anymore. It's all a joke. It's all a fib. Um But I mean they're they're at home playing I mean I have Red Dead Redemption downstairs I'm not playing it right now because I'm in salvage And talking to you guys but I mean I could go down And play that right now but it's not really that Compelling to me to play that over You know Final Fantasy 11 when I have to Kill you know I I just do
7: one over another I got a monitor and a TV right in front of me I could play both At once
5: I I have my computer upstairs and my TV downstairs so but Mm I you know I, when I make my arrangements to change that, I will I will be playing my my PlayStation Three. I'll have my porn computer. I'll have my Final Fantasy Eleven. Computer, <laughs> That's what it'll be like. It, it, and I mean, ultimately, I'll me a horrible, horrible person. <laughs> I, I you know probably, but my <laughs> point is that what what are my friends doing when they're when they're making fun of me? They, they, they go home and my one of my friends watches the entire Star Wars trilogy within a week. Uh, <laughs> Every week, and I'm like that. That, and you're wow. you're better than I am because you do that. I, I, I just can't see that, you know.
7: And you know, going back to the idea of uh, you know, eleven going free to play, um, that would mean that it would be relying on microtransactions. Um, and that's yeah. something yeah. they had <laughs> I brought would that up in an interview out. with uh, i believe it was komodo for 14 and he's like there's no way in hell we're ever gonna do this like it's just that's a you know they didn't like the, the model for it they didn't think it was you know for like, a very successful model to base a game on and so if they didn't want to see it for 14 i don't know if that you know we would see it for 11
2: well i, I think that's what there as an idea i just i, yeah, rather, no. I see the bundle yeah. thing that's what I'd I, see. I, I see though, to I think, think
7: too. is something that a lot of people have been talking about. Yeah. Um, of so hopefully Square Enix will say, hey, yeah, we can do that. Or, you know, who knows?
1: When I dropped out of Final Fantasy XI, I tried WoW for a week and then I tried uh, Shin Megami Tensei online. Because as everyone, anyone who visits the forums knows, I'm one of the people that can't shut up about At- Atlas games. I talk about Persona, I talk about Shin Megami Tensei. Shin Megami Tensei was a free-to-play MMO, and I just don't see how people can do it, because it's, it's a lie. If you want the good stuff in that game, you gotta pay $60 for like a start, starter pack with the awesome gun and the awesome armor, and that's like $60. Mm-hmm. This is not a free-to-play game.
0: <laughs>
1: and so again, I, I'm not dropping $60 for a year. I'm sorry, it's just not happening. Right. I'll stick with the you know 12.95 a month thing it's, and all, all the gear I want, or I'll just play Monster Hunter, where I can just grind forever. Yeah, and make my own stuff. I totally agree. I think
5: I, it's the new like gaming media thing. It's totally like what RMT was three or four years ago when they were like, you know, you'd see it on G4 or something like that. They were talking about it. oh, you can totally just contact this website and they'll level your character from level 30 to 80 and wow, and all you have to do is pay them $50 and then you lose your account. You know, these people were advocating things they had no freaking clue about <laughs> and and they, they had no idea what it, what it did to the game economy. They had no idea what this what, what it did to anything but it was the cool new hip thing to, to be behind because it was, you know, these you know poor destitute people in China that aren't stealing accounts and you know ripping people off, destroying the economy, stealing mobs, doing you know all the horrible things in games because they had no clue about the games. They, I mean, nobody in the gaming media plays Final Fantasy XI. They all play WoW mm-hmm. and L- L- Lotro, and they play all, yeah. all those other games because they're easy to get into. Final Fantasy is not easy to get into, never has been, and it it, it just frustrates me when I see comments like. There was like a, a post on MMO, not MMO Champion, on uh, like mmorpg.com or something like that, and they were like talking about how great uh, microtransactions were because you know Dun- Dungeons and Dragons Online was had so many new players, but how many of those players pay for content? How many? How many? Of how them? many of those players stay? Right. That's yeah, the big yeah, thing. Yeah, that's that's my main thing. Is that I I I have a. Uh, Lord of the Rings online account because my friend said he played it I wanted to try it out and I played it for one night and I uninstalled it but it, it, you know it, making it free to play just means you get short term people to sign up for it it does not mean that you're making content does not especially mean you're making money off of that content right and, but fun, but but the and,
3: conver- the conversely though it is a better option than completely pulling the plug on a game that oh. people have been playing and enjoying. That does have a community, albeit small. You know what I mean? It, it's it's just another mm-hmm. it's another option. And it, and it's and not ring an wha- option. It's your last option. It is. It, it is mean, kind of the 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 last option there. Once well, that
5: was the, the the comment that I made to, to to that kind of post was that it if Dungeons Dragons Online could have made money from a subscription base, they would have never gone to pay for content because, or to pay to, pay to play, because it, it, that is an inherently unstable income source and businesses mm-hmm. don't like risk. Right. They like stability. There's no way that they would want that at all right they, they only do that when they, they when they realize they're going to lose a whole bunch of money it was a big gamble they took and they lucked out and they and they, they did really well on it and hopefully you know it'll encourage other people to make mmos because i don't i don't think that's a bad idea but i don't think that just because one game did successfully with a free a free game it doesn't mean that other people who make high quality games are going to lose. It. I mean, look at the high quality games you have. You have DDO is not a high quality game. Lord of the Rings Online is not a high quality game. The the animations are kind of wonky. They don't, they don't look good. The characters models are kind of iffy. And it's getting a little bit better, but it's nothing compared to Final Fantasy 11. It's nothing compared mm-hmm. to wow. And here's another, here's another example. It's nothing compared to Guild Wars. Now, Guild Wars is not a game you hear much about because it's it's one of the older games like Final Fantasy 11 where not a lot of people get into it, but it's it's not free to play and it's successful and mm. there are a bunch of games that are not free to play and successful and just because a game sucks and makes a comeback because they make it free I mean if you make a game free a lot of people are going to play it It depends on how long they're going to play it and whether they're going to pay for the extra content or not well, and, Sorry, and, I'm totally ranting now.
3: Well, and but uh, you know, on on kind of the the other side of that too, you know, how if 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 Square Enix wants to try to charge twelve dollars for FF eleven, and you know, let's just say twelve dollars for FF fourteen, you know, that's that's twenty four bucks a month. That's that's a lot, dude. Like if for for someone like me, like right now in the position that I'm in, where y- you know I don't have a whole lot of walking around money, you know, twenty four dollars a month is, uh, you know, that's more than I I spend, uh, you know, on on my electricity split between all my roommates. You know what I mean? Like that kind of that kind of reoccurring cost every month is, I think. Going to be way too much, and so you know it, 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 that that then leads to the question. You know, um, right now there's what like maybe five hundred thousand uh, FF eleven players. I think that was the last uh, the last time MMOG chart uh, had, had taken a, a survey of um, you know MMO populations. I think that Final Fantasy eleven was somewhere around that five hundred thousand mark. Um, but you know, let's say you lose you know, even half of that. And then what kind of, you know, what what kind of economic picture are you looking at, especially from Square Enix's standpoint? I mean, a lot of people could say, yeah, you know, if you're choosing one or the other, it doesn't matter. They're still getting your 12 bucks at the end of the day. But, it, you know, what what is in the end what is going to be successful you know if you've got the obviously there's going to be new people coming into the into the Final Fantasy 14 fold because it's a new MMO people I mean I know enough WoW players to know that people are starting to get sick of WoW and the content is is either you know too slow or too small and they get bored and just kind of you know they play through all they blow through all the new content and then they're done playing it for uh, you know six months to a year until new shit comes out You know, is is that what we're going to start to see with Final Fantasy XIV, especially with the emphasis on that game being casual play? And I, I think that that really does necessitate the uh, uh you know um the 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 dual subscription you know have taking uh you know if you subscribe to ff11 well you get x percent off of your ff14 subscription if it you know if it's the same company that's managing that thing there's no reason that that they shouldn't they shouldn't take a a business
7: model like that and i think that Agreed. the community has been talking about that enough to the point where they you know at very least they know about it you know, whether they're considering it or not, you know, I would hope so. But they, they got to know at this point that people are are talking about it and that they're interested in the idea of that.
6: I mean, I it won't be that of- hard to do. I mean, you, you look at the, you have, A, you have to link your, let's just say hypothetically, you link your plan line account to your SEID. Um, is this a simple check? You do, is your plan line account active? Yes. Okay. Uh, 14 half off or whatever the percentage is. I mean, it wouldn't be that hard to implement, I wouldn't think.
3: No, I don't. I don't think so at all. Um, I just, I, you know, I just think that, uh, uh, you know, myself being a FF11 player, I, I you know, I don't want to s- feel like I, I speak for anyone or everyone or, uh, you know, anyone but myself. But if that was the the payment model where they would, you know, it, or, or God forbid, if they, they, they made FF11 12 bucks and FF14 14 bucks, you know, and try to capitalize on the fact that it's a new game a little bit. And not it? and not not offer that combined subscription thing. I think that, that that to me as a fan that would be like, oh man, Essie kind of doesn't care about it, and they just want my friggin' dollar, and and yeah. that that would kind of that would kind of hurt me and discourage me from actually maybe even playing both of them. So I think that that's. I mean, you know, for you know, we've given it at least a good ten fifteen minutes here, but I think that that, that warrants a, a, a kind of a deeper discussion of the. Uh, you know, uh, uh, of that fact, and, and will that in the long run uh, end up hurting both subscriptions, you know, for, for 11 and 14? I, I I don't know. Again, it's all hypothetical, but, you know, um, I, I just, uh, again, speaking personally as as myself, I think that I would be uh, extremely discouraged in, in an action like that.
8: Yeah, I mean, I'm currently interested in 14. Everything I've heard about it's been pretty sweet, but I am not going to quit Eleven for it. I mean, even even if the game is amazing, I've done way too much in Eleven to just drop it. So yeah. if they if they make it so that you know that there's no you know joint subscription thing, then I'm probably not going to do both. I can't afford to do both.
3: Right. All right. Well, uh, that was a really really great aside, and I, I think that it was uh, you know both both relevant to the to the topic, and I, I I just I really I don't know I like talking about that sort of stuff. But uh, we'll uh, we'll move on to the next email here. Uh, this one comes from Shand of uh, the Quetzalcoatl server, and they call it Quetzgar. Um, Which is, I guess, good enough. Uh, This person says that, you know, uh, uh, friends struggling to get further uh, in, you know, in COP, they don't want to have to go back and redo old missions to to catch people up. Um, Although this person does regret not getting all the missions done before the COP cap was uh, was lifted, and it does remove some of the challenge that uh, uh, made it exciting, uh, they have confidence in Square Enix. Um, and uh, they feel that no matter what is put forth, uh, there will always be some kind of challenge, which is kind of, you know, there, there's kind of an interesting idea in, in this uh, email. But what about, you know, what about zones like C when we get to, to level 99 and, you know, these mobs are, are you know, I don't I don't actually know what level they are at the moment, but will they still present a, a considerable challenge for one player? Or will it be like, oh, dude, I aggro to shark. Now I got to solo it.
7: You know, it's just a waste well, people of time. Can, people are soloing sharks now. That's I true. Mean, no, I, yeah. yeah, that that that's true. Although not everyone can solo a shark. It'll, it'll be easier, but it's not going to be the point where it's like stupidly easy. Like you can, you know, you can kill a jailer with like a, a group of people. I mean, even now, or even you know, if look it, at, or look you know, uh, ages soloing jailers and stuff, like. or,
3: or, or, or or even, you know, if a UFO drops down on, on your head and, you know, you're on, I don't know, Puppet Master and it's like, you know, suddenly it's no longer this big like, oh, crap, I'm going to die. It's like, oh, crap, I got to kill another one of these things again. Right. Um, you know, that I think that's that's something that I wouldn't want. Uh, you know, from uh, from C specifically, and uh, you know, there's there's been some conversations as to uh, will you know will areas like C or Sky uh, eventually get some kind of imposed level cap? Maybe not necessarily at 75, but it, you know, uh, it, it's some kind of level cap below 99. Um, and and I think I you know personally. Uh, again, speaking just as myself, I, th- I think that uh, that there should be some kind of uh, uh, level cap on older events, not to the point, you know, to the point where uh, things like Sky or Sea would not be soloable at level 99, but, be, you know, able to accomplish with a smaller
2: group.
7: And um, one thing that they had mentioned, I think, was the possibility of capping um, Dynamis and Salvage at 80, I think, was something that they had tossed out in a magazine. Um, that might be a good idea. Yeah, see, that yeah. I, can, I can get behind
3: an idea like that, for sure.
5: I, I don't know if I see the reason why you would uncap all these COP areas and then... Cap dynamics. The, right, cool. right, the, the question is, they, they impl, I don't know if they explicitly impl, uh, recognized it, but they did implicitly recognize the fact that there was a problem with them level capping uh, the COP zones initially, because it mm. excluded some people, I don't see them going and saying, "Okay, we were wrong on this," and but now we're going to go back and do the same thing. I mean, level camping at eighty when there's a higher level cap has the same problem that it does anywhere else. Even with yeah. even with the the adjustments they made, so you can actually keep on your gear. Your your gear generally sucks <laughs> it, when you are level capped, yeah. uh, like if you're level synced or something like that. It's just not as it's not as good, and it shouldn't be as good as gear appropriate to the level because you want people who are leveling up and actually at that level to, you know, have the right gear and to do actually better than the people yeah. that have that have that gear. So I, I it seems kind of contradictory to do one and then go back and immediately do the same thing again.
3: But, but is something like Kieran, is that acceptable to, to, you know, be able to, to low man with, you know, like friggin two people or three people or God forbid solo, because I don't think so. I think that that, I think that, you know, the point of things like gods and Kieran uh, is to, to, uh uh, you know uh pose a substantial challenge uh to a group of people as opposed to you know one or
5: two i think that that kind of
3: that kind of subverts the whole the whole point of it
5: as the great james hutchfield once said time marches on you know that content is really old now i mean we're sure there's it's all it's old but there's
3: still people up in sky man Uh, there i mean every day
5: but let them have let them have a shot at it. let let them have it easier let them spend other times doing uh, their time doing other things other newer things uh, we still do sky because people still need w legs but man nobody wants to do it anymore it's it's just that old if there are new people that want to do it then let it, let them have the easy the easy run of it because less and less people it's just like COP missions less and less people are going to want to do it if, if, uh, if people still need gear from it and they still need other stuff, then let them have it easier so that they can help and move up and keep up with everybody else. It's, it's kind of like that thing in WoW where that we say that we don't like it, but it, it does have its benefits in that if you actually, it, you don't even have to obsolete the gear, but if you just obsolete the grind of the content and so the people can move on to the new stuff because there's too much stuff to do in the game anymore. There's, it's just, it's almost overwhelming. Like you can't, I can't do salvage and camp sandworm and go to Limbus and, you know, do VNMs and ZNMs and I, I, everything like that in a, in a week, you just can't even do it. And Sky is like the last priority that I
1: have anymore. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think the uh, one, one thing that begs the question, okay, you get through the COPs and they're easier now. Well, great. Uh, they're raising the cap to 99 over the course of this year and what was once endgame content becomes intermediate content that less people do because they're more powerful now. And that, may, that comes back to the same problem as before. This content is going to become more exclusive to smaller groups. And what was the problem with COPs? People organizing small groups to do complicated things. The difficulty of the fights for doing a sky god or a sea god or just doing a limbus run that might change, but you're still going to be collecting all the little bits that you need to collect to fight Omega or Ultima or Kieran or whatever. Sure, that's still going to be there, and you're still going to you're going to have to compete against other people. There might be more people to compete now with or less. It's like, are they going to change? how often zipanaka spawns.
3: Anyway. I, I think that they would have to, especially if, you know, if if it got to the point where you could solo it, you know, solo things like Zipakna or, you can't, no. or, or gods. But I'm talking across the board, everyone, you just get to, you know, it, for people to solo Zapakna or, or Genbu now takes some semblance of skill, and it also takes the right job combination. But I'm talking like everyone across the board. A pup can walk in there and just doing what a pup does can take down Zapakna. Okay.
5: Well, so, so you what know. What about Rock? What about Simmerg? These th- that yeah. was end game content at one point. Right. Now. Now. It, should it should it be end game content till the end of time? No, it shouldn't. It, uh, okay, it, it, it's there's no problem with it being low man content. People still camp that stuff. People still want it, and people still go, and they just go with three or four people instead of an alliance.
3: But you can you can well, make, but you can also I'm, make the argument there though that with more people, more individual people fighting for claim of one mob, then you would have to, uh, you would obviously have to change the conditions under which mobs spawn in. Because yeah. then, then it becomes yeah. you're you're all over again. You know, I'm out in in Quitham fighting for slippery sucker, you know, or you know something something ridiculous like that. Um, where you know now it becomes like oh, whoever gets the claim on the mob gets to now progress. And I and I think that you know uh, uh, Square Enix has tried to address that problem too in in multiple different ways. So if you make the content able to low man, then spawn times have to be shortened and you have to give a greater amount of fairness to, you know, those people that that are, are still up there in Sky plugging away.
1: You know, I actually would not shed a tear or feel any loss for uh, Rise of the art content just drying up in, at this point, because it honestly, you look at COP's Limbus, and it's, I mean, with the exception of People being able to claim a zone—it's wonderful because you just go in for a half hour and you're done, or a half hour to an hour and you're done with Limbus for the next few days. Mm-hmm. You do TOAs, you have uh, a choice of what you want to do with your your IDs. You can do your assault missions. You can do salvage, which is the best kind. Yeah, you can do Yeah, you can created. do. Then there's the tower. Like, I keep, what do they call Minnesota? it Yeah, Nizel, that's the the other classic Final Fantasy element, the 100-level dungeon, Nizel. And you have a choice of what you want to do there. And um, then you have Wings of the Goddess, and you've got all these uh, campaign ops and special campaign ops. And and then you have some Stronghold NMs. I mean, the content got more progressive after Zillard came out. Mm -hmm. Zillard was still, they based Zillard on EverQuest kind of stuff for okay we're going to make this gigantic monster that spawns every 21 to 24 hours and that's an awesome idea isn't it <laughs> and like i'm sitting i still don't understand the appeal of it people say it's exciting well, when but when you're
5: saying fifty thousand people playing across 10 servers it, that was exciting but you know yeah when it's you know 10 times that amount on double the servers it's it just becomes, it's not a rush to go get something. It's sitting
1: there potting at that point. Complaining, yeah. Uh, I, got uh, it, yeah. And it's, it's, I mean, I, I always got excited about the new content updates, and I'm like, man, what? I would send friends tells, what are you doing? Oh, I'm a, I am just logged in at a DA. I'm like, oh, wow. What a bus kill. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so nerdy. I'm like, you know, when uh, we found out, when Level Sync came out, what I did, I ran into the uh, Promivian, and I was like, okay, what does my armor rating say now? <laughs> I just thought, I'm just like, I'm like one of those spreadsheet nerds except I don't go to BG to post it. <laughs> I just like finding the stuff out. Um, and I, I got together with someone on Dreams and Vanadeel who was like a super math nerd, bigger nerd than I was on math, and we figured out how the level caps affected the armor and everything at that time. and. For me, it's always the new stuff that you can explore in the update that's exciting to me, but people would go out and say, oh, man, I'm I'm at uh, DA again. Maybe Fafi will pop this time. I don't know.
3: I I remember being back on Titan and you being all psyched when they put in Brenner, like, let's go do Brenner
1: after the update tomorrow, guys. (laughs) I was like, and, uh, no one, and the funny thing about that was, no one realized it was just capture the flag. Yeah. And there were people were just yeah. standing around killing each other, and I was winning because I knew it was capture the flag. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh,
1: I was like, and, uh, no one screws with me on capture the flag. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, I, I got excited about the new stuff. Like, um, when new zones open up, I want to be there.
3: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: But it, and, and then there's dynamics, which is... Oh no, it's know. by the, I guess by the time I got around to doing dynamis and I barely ever did it, it was just it was a well oiled machine. There was nothing exciting about it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. everyone had figured out, okay, this spawns over here, you need to be here at this time. Go, 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 go. And I'm like, Okay, I'm going. And
6: yeah if there's no level cap on Dyna, it's going to be a mess especially <laughs> when people get up to 99 that can go up dual trio dynamis they basically that's three people claiming the zone yeah
3: exactly that's another big problem that we could possibly see
6: i mean yeah, you'll have people going game. in so they can get their
5: you know red mage af hat that now drops all the time uh yeah. spending a million run i mean it used to be that was a vesta territory where you know he would go in solo wait, maybe with two or three other people and you know waste the million gill and I, I just don't see the I, I understand the fear and I understand it and I do think it'll be a problem initially but after a while it's just gonna burn out and the people that are gonna do dynamis are still gonna do dynamis and the people that are still hate it but want the gear from it are still gonna hate it, it they're either gonna you know f- with people long enough where they won't you know that they, they'll steal zones and do whatever but it, it there's only a finite amount of people that can want that stuff?
6: Yeah. Yeah. On the flip side, you got Abyssia that's allegedly releasing Artifact Three. I mean, that's true. We yeah. got to see how awesome Artifact Three is compared to Artifact Two, and if it's significantly better, people aren't not going to have a reason to do Dynamis
1: anymore.
3: That's true. Outside, and if, only,
1: and if you only need six people in your group, man, that's less competition.
3: Yeah. I used
1: yeah. I used to like plan part of my end game strategy was picking jobs that I liked that were rare to start with, and that. But if I can just get six friends, then I can be any job I wanted at any given time and not have to worry about having bard armor pawned off on me.
3: So, uh, moving on to our next email it says, Dear PFA and LBR. uh, Firstly, let me introduce myself. I am Live Love uh, Brundy. Uh, From uh, the Leviathan server, I've been playing since the PS2 launch, being a casual player. Uh, Being that school and other events get in my way, I have yet to complete the Chains of Promathia missions, even though I've greatly wanted to. I've gone to Mission 2-3, and uh, that being quite hard to do. Uh, trying to complete the missions was a hassle for me uh, as I couldn't get a static uh, as my playtimes are varying, and attempted to make a group via shouts uh, with friends is uh, almost never successful. That's that's pretty much true. Uh, however, I managed to get through the promies this way, so I was grateful um, uh, that was possible. Uh, I love the story so far and greatly want to advance. Now that the level cap is being is being removed I can't wait to get back into these missions I haven't been playing Final Fantasy 11 uh, for the past years due to school but I'm uh, activating my account in June I thought that the level cap increase was a great reason to come back and now this is icing on the cake for me uh, being uh, Dragoon as uh, this person's main I'm eager to try soloing these missions uh, Dragoon soloing has been a passion of mine and now I can Attempt to do these missions with it. Uh, I'm sure that I won't be able to solo all of the missions, but I know I can uh, get a lot of uh, the lower level missions out of the way. Uh, I can always ask a friend for help if need if I need it. Uh, that Minotaur needs to go down though. Uh, not uh, uh, not only this aspect is causing excitement for me uh, to get back uh, into the game. Uh, the adding or revamping of monsters in the COP areas is intriguing to me since I'm only on two, three, I've had very little time to explore COP areas. Uh, I can't wait to, uh, get to explore these areas by myself or maybe in a party, uh, as much of the community believes these will be new camps at 75 plus. The image of partying on hypocrites is something I could have never dreamed of before. Don't worry, it probably won't happen. Uh, I feel <laughs> I feel whenever I run through the Lufay's meadows, uh, I never see anyone. I think that it will uh, that this will this change will allow these areas to be used more than they currently are. I, Lufay's meadows isn't isn't up for adjustment, is it? I don't think so. No, I didn't nope. think no. so yeah. either.
7: People will be in them, just going to other zones. If right? They use yeah. Them, yeah.
3: Uh, anyway, I can't wait for this. Uh, thanks for reading this, and I hope to hear from you all in the many years to come. And that's from uh, Live Love Burndy. Uh So thank you for that email. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I think that you know, um, if if you are someone that it was that struggled with COP for a long time, this is. Uh, you know this is going to be a, a, a probably a very positive change uh, for you. you know it's funny uh, how, uh, how I kind of uh, mentioned that if I had been in the position of not completing cop updates before this uh, before this change that I would you know feel a little bit slighted as uh, uh, you know not being not being able to complete them capped that, that perspective has not shown up very much in, uh, in the emails that we've gotten today so just kind of an interesting note. Our last email tonight comes from uh, from Chi. Uh, okay, as some may know, I had to restart a fresh character, and I've taken the warrior route this time. Uh, the removal of the COP cap, in uh, in Chi's opinion, is the best thing SE could have done. Why do I say this? It's simple. There are a lot of people who flat out refuse to do certain missions regardless of how much they love your friendship or the amount of violence you promise to inflict if they don't. Uh, kind of like ZM4, but anyway. Uh, removal of uh, a level cap means for all intensive purposes uh, that we can go through them with as little trouble as humanly possible, plus our awesome gear doesn't get gimped uh, to uh, uh, to the status of leather armor. Uh, now, don't get me wrong. I'm not ignoring the fact that they've said uh, levels will be adjusted, uh, but in all honesty, I've seen far too many people complain how empty are uh, a wasted mob family? Uh, very true, uh, though after promies you never see them again. Uh, so, um, so this is a change to revisit and play uh, with uh, the horrid-looking creatures. Uh, anyways, that's uh, that's from Chi. So uh, thanks for that email, Chi. Um, and uh, and yeah, you know the the empty, yeah, they only appear in uh, in in the promies, and I actually hadn't even thought of that. Those are kind of cool. Uh, cool mobs that, uh, that they designed there for, uh, for the promise. So, uh, more exposure to them. That's, that's kind of a bonus, I guess. So, uh, so thank you for all of your emails. Once again, all of these will be included with the, uh, the show posting when this, uh, show goes live, uh, uh, to the website. I really would like to ideally get this out, uh, before they, uh, before they put in the, uh, the, uh, the changes for the June update. Um, so I think that pretty much wraps it up here for uh, for Limit Break Radio this evening. I really want to thank everyone who's uh, joined us live through UStream and uh, been listening and commenting in the chat rooms. It's uh, you, you know the, for for our first time on UStream, I think that this is uh, this has gone exceptionally well. Especially we didn't really uh, give you a whole lot of time to uh, to to prepare for this or, or you know set aside uh, set aside time for it. So uh, again, really I I, I, uh, I want to thank you all for. Uh, for for joining this and i think that uh we'll you'll definitely see some more UStream stuff from limit break radio uh in the future um i want to thank zero meru and juxtaposition for kind of being our de facto hosts for today uh thank you both
4: Much you are welcome no problem <laughs> um i do what i can
3: uh, once again, you'll uh, you'll be seeing uh, or hearing rather much more from uh, our uh, Limit Break Radio Network folks as uh, uh, episodes of Limit Break Radio continue to be produced. But that doesn't mean you won't hear people like Vicky or Sale, or you know, if Kahlo has some free time, he may come back as well. Um, so you'll you'll definitely be hearing uh, uh, you know the uh, the older crew on the show as well. We will still be uh, representing, but. Um. Uh, uh, you know, uh, there's there's definitely some changes that we we need to implement, and um, you know, if I don't know, I, I you know, I haven't I haven't really tried to to really take the temperature of the the community, so I don't really know uh, what people's thoughts about these staff adjustments, about the uh, host adjustments uh, will be. So please feel free, uh, you know, uh, send me feedback in Euro at LimitBreakRadio.com. Another thing that's going to be changing is that we're going to be uh, whacking down the, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, the size of the forums considerably. Uh, we're going to be merging a lot of forums and, uh, and trying to uh, encourage uh, more posting Um, because we've just, uh, you know, the, the forums have spread out far too much. And uh, and and so we're going to try to make that a little bit more manageable to encourage uh, more discussion. Uh, something else that I would really want to mention before we uh, end up taking off here is that uh, you know if you've ever wanted to contribute to Limit Break Radio, now is a really good time because we're going back and reevaluating the way that we make program and distribute programming and distributing uh, our, our programming. Um, so we're going to be looking for volunteers. we uh, specifically uh, we need right now artists um that's something huge that that we've needed for a long time Tantu who does wonderful art uh has been doing uh you know banner design for us for a long time uh but you know uh we want to take some of the pressure off of him and uh and try to spread that work around uh, uh a little bit uh between a a larger staff, so that we can try to get more done. Um, really, we want to serve. We want to serve the community. And uh, you know, as we continue into level ninety nine, it's become very apparent that this uh, you know the Final Fantasy eleven community is really not slowing down anytime soon. The people that are here now are really going to be you know they're going to form the core. Player base, uh, uh, you know, long term uh, for uh, for Final Fantasy XI, and uh, you know, from what I, what I'm hearing and what I'm understanding, Final Fantasy XIV may not impact Final Fantasy XI in the way that we thought that it would. So, Limit Break Radio is dedicated to bringing you Final Fantasy XI for a long, long time to come, um, and uh, and and we want to bring more people from the community in on the project. We're also going to need content managers, people who are looking at the play online website people who surf uh, uh, Blue Garter and Alakazam and Killing Ifrit who are up on uh, topics that maybe I'm you know that that escape my periphery we're going to be looking for people to add more to the front page of the website so if this is something that you'd like to volunteer for uh, we're going to be posting more about it on the front page here in the next couple of weeks I urge you to volunteer and to get involved uh, and and uh, you know if, if this show has been uh, any Kind of connection to your final fantasy eleven community, then uh, please you know uh try to try to help out a little bit and give a little bit back uh so uh you know uh, i I really want to thank everyone who has volunteered uh to uh to help out the Limit Break Radio community both presently and in the past as we've tried to do some cutting from our staff lists um so i really do want to thank everyone who's taken their personal time to uh you know to to donate some of that personal time to Limit Break Radio obviously we've been going on for 4 years now and you know for a lot of podcasts that's that's uh, pretty unique um, and I'd like to I'd like to keep it going, even though, uh, you know, even though things are, are changing and shifting underneath our feet, maybe even more fast than uh, than we realize or would like to. Um, so, uh, uh, again, be on the lookout uh, for volunteer positions uh, uh, through Limit Break Radio um, and please try to get involved.
6: Uh, voices of Vanadeel. Um lots of stuff going on. Our next episode is happening June 12th. Uh, it's a saturday night and we're looking for people for callers you can sign up on the forms at limitbreakradio.com secondly the new website is up at com. i'm looking for your feedback if you took a look at the site love it hate it um give me some criticism i'm constantly making adjustments um, outside of that uh... point five episodes are written and as a apology for not putting content out as quickly as we would like we are streaming our 0.5 episodes live, so that everybody can have a little listen to our little mishaps and mistakes and getting our lines wrong. Um, outside of that, that's about it. Expect a lot of content coming out from Voices of Vanadil in the near future.
3: All right, excellent, excellent. Uh, Juxta, what's what's in the future for simply Juxta? I'm kidding. Really I'm kidding. I I did. <laughs> I didn't just cancel it. I. Sh- Canned it. There's a difference. <laughs> I kicked it to the. <laughs> In a can, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Uh, if, if anyone wants to, to cover um, holiday events, I'm willing to distribute your idea for a podcast, which is actually my idea for a podcast. So if you want to do a podcast for me, get a hold of me, Aniro at LimitBreakRadio.com. If you'd essentially like to uh, take over simply Juxta and talk about uh, talk about holiday events. No. Simply my, zero my,
5: come on, it make, has a ring to it.
4: Uh, ma- sorry, has to remain simply Juxta.
5: elitist comment here that no one cares about holiday events. I'm sure that the people listen; they they love it, they love it, but not anybody I know. Uh huh. There are a lot of people
7: that actually do those holiday events. If I know because there's new furniture them. items. I'm all I'm all about. It. Exactly.
5: Otherwise, forget it. Exactly. I haven't even got my Mog my Moogle Bonanza Mog Bonanza uh, marbles yet.
3: If anyone wants to, if anyone wants to pitch me new ideas that they have, I'm also well, open I, to new ideas as well. So
5: I would just like to say that as long as I can set up a time with you, that the the idea that we had. With Omoy and uh, Blaze and Isman and Ice Blaze K for uh, having a panel discussion for Endgame and elitist topics like that, um, like how much so- holiday events suck. Yeah, things like that. No, <laughs> but mostly it would just be or how uh, worthless blue mages are. <laughs> oh, I mean, <laughs> I talk about that. Um, but th- the format would just be a, a panel discussion, kind of like how we had today, and uh, we would just talk about a relevant Endgame. Uh, because surprisingly, there's no uh, there's no real dedicated endgame uh, podcast that I know of that you know that's it, consistent about you know what's going on in. But we just have to arrange the first yeah. recording time with you. And I, hopefully, this weekend is what we're we're looking at. Are you available?
3: I I should be. I yeah, I, I I should be around. Uh, you know, send me a, send me a time, and I'll let you know for sure.
5: Okay, I'll post it on.
3: So, uh, yeah, uh, you know, ring, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, you know, uh, we, we are uh, looking to have, uh, another new program hit the limit break radio network here, uh, at some point focusing on end game events. And that, uh, of course is, uh, spearheaded by, by ring three. So, uh, if, uh, if you're, you know into the end game events and i know that a considerable amount of our audience is and like you said ring you're right that's not a, a perspective that's uh uh covered consistently by any other podcast uh you'll be able to uh to check that out i still need a show name from you i don't i i, I don't know yet we haven't decided it's kind of blue weird just suck
7: the podcast
5: yeah <laughs> that would be good except for ice is now leveling a blue mage just to spite me and i know it's just despite. me
7: he's gonna prove you
3: wrong he's gonna be like look dude this is he's how like, much oh, i own so
5: so great to, when it subs thief on like two mobs and he's like i'll never use it for anything else but those two mobs and i'm like <laughs> then you're proving my point that it's a totally mediocre job and has does nothing well and i could just use sam's i could, could use anything else uh hmm. anyway Blue Mage. So, so look for that
3: from the Limit Break Radio Network here uh, at uh, at some point pretty soon. Uh, I want to thank uh, all of our uh, all of our guests today, uh, 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 Fubar. I want to thank you, and of course Ring Three uh, Fusion. Thank you for joining us, and make sure you check out Pet Food Alpha's uh, follow up podcast that they're going to be doing after the update. So all of this speculation that we've been doing here, uh, we're going to talk about what the Facts are after uh, after the uh, the update. So, Fusion, thank you, uh, thank you for joining us today, and I'm I'm looking forward to uh, to to the after perspective as well.
7: Yeah, it should be uh, pretty cool, and also too, um, we're gonna be doing our four year anniversary show on uh, Sunday. So, uh, if you guys uh, listening in the stream now uh, are interested in that, we'll be doing that at uh, nine Eastern. We'll have a link up on the site and everything for that. Doing it on UStream just like this. So, keep yeah. an eye out. We talked to uh, we got some. Recording stuff with Matt and Devin from the community team And nice. it will be a lot of fun Excellent, make sure to definitely Check that out, that's
3: uh, Sunday 9 Eastern, right? Yep Sunday 9 Eastern, PetFoodAlpha.com uh, Vorjeva, I, I really want to thank you uh, for, for joining us today And, uh, and uh, you know, giving us Your uh, uh, particular perspective on, uh, on the COP Updates, also Theodis as well I'd like to thank you uh, for joining us
8: Absolutely Thanks for having so, me. Thanks for having me.
3: All right. Well, I think that that's going to wrap it up for uh, this edition of Limit Break Radio. Make sure to check out our website www.limitbreakradio.com Register for our forums as they will soon hopefully be new, more a little bit more new user friendly and uh, look for more uh, you know, changes and additions and and please uh, if you have any suggestions, any ideas or if you want to volunteer for the Limit Break Radio crew, send me an email, anero at com. You can also uh, watch the Limit Break Radio front page uh, for any official announcements uh or uh, uh you know uh, official calls for uh for volunteers so uh, that's where that'll be going up once again i want to thank everyone uh including uh, everyone listening live right now and uh and and really uh, it's uh, it's totally awesome to be able to do this live and uh, have some people come and check it out and uh with with this many people talking back at you it's really it feels much more like a, a community experience and uh, again if you want to do this all the time uh consider becoming a, a starbreaker uh, to limit break radio. So that's it. I'm a hero. Keep listening. Odyssey, Tetramaster, and Vonna Deal are registered trademarks of Square Enix. Square Enix and Play Online are trademarks of Square Enix. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. The Limit Break Radio network is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution share-alike United States license. For more information on Creative Commons licenses, visit creativecommons.org.